What is up, world? I am your host of the Common Chaos Podcast, Brian Kern, back in your life for another episode. I hope you're all having a fine and lovely day. Giving you guys another guest episode today, uh, I was joined by my good friend, J.P. Perkins. Before we get into that, let me get into the formalities of the show. This episode of the podcast, as always, is brought to you by Phoenix Fit. That's F-N-X-F-I-T. You guys can save 15% on anything and everything through phoenixfit.com. Phoenix Fit is a U.S.-based supplement and fitness company, one of the fastest-growing fitness and supplement companies here in the United States, mind you. Uh, They are taking the fitness world by storm. Uh, presenting a model where they are having uh, ambassadors from all around the country represent their products and connect with other like-minded individuals that are in the health and fitness and wellness industries. And they just so happen to choose my podcast. What do you think about that? You guys can save 15% on anything off their po- off of uh, their website. They've got supplements uh, that range from your nootropics, your immune boosters, your proteins, your pre-workouts, your BCAAs. I just picked up my restart protein which is an am protein that you are supposed to take in the morning this bad boy is blueberry muffin flavored one gram of sugar and this motherfucker tastes like i'm eating a blueberry muffin straight out of the oven it is fucking fantastic it also has coffee bean extract green tea extract yerba mate powder it's got their uh phoenix fit wake and thrive complex which includes those items in there it is GMO-free, gluten-free, has probiotics in it. Uh, This is a fucking great protein blend. It trips me out that it's only one gram of sugar. Uh, 22 grams of protein. You take it in the morning. It keeps you, keeps you, uh, you know, gives you a little boost of energy. Uh, I did it the other day when I didn't, when I don't eat, if I fast or if I go till like 2, 3 p.m. without eating, uh, I generally will do a protein shake. Uh, and I did this the other day, and it was fucking great, man. It, it was fantastic. They also have a nighttime blend. Check this out. They have a nighttime blend that you take. It's got 16 grams of protein. You take it uh, at night, obviously. Uh, it's a PM blend. Wake the fuck up. Uh, and it has uh, tryptophan in it, melatonin in it, and it also has... Um, fuck, it's got something... Uh, uh, valerian, which makes you dream. Valerian... Uh, and tryptophan both inhibit like a a deeper dream state and their pm protein has that it's fucking crazy uh shout out to my boy andre vibes who we shout out in this episode of the podcast he recently uh took advantage of their buy one get one sale and is using their non-stimulant their stimulant free pre-workout and says it's the best pre-workout he's ever used so check it out. What do you think about that? Andre motherfucking Vivas says that. All right. Said his, said his last name wrong the first time. Sorry, Andre. Uh, you guys can use the promo code CHAOSFNX at checkout and save 15% site-wide. They also have phenomenal apparel, uh, fitness gear. They have a brand new weight vest. Uh, they've got... Uh, they're also one of the few fitness companies that do like limited drops. So they have like their standard base apparel, their logo tees, their, you know, the parallel tee is very popular one right now. Um, but they also do like seasonal drops. So during the fall, they did some flannels. Uh, they've got their, uh, spring collection coming out here shortly. Uh, they just got CBD oils in, they have a CBD bomb rub that's supposed to be really good. So check them out, guys. Uh, PhoenixFit.com. That's F-N-X-F-I-T.com. They directly uh, and financially support the podcast. So anything you guys get through them uh, hooks me up. And it also hooks uh, someone up with a clean gallon of water. They have their Live in Victory program. 
uh, every item you purchase, not every sale, but every item you purchase in your sale. So if you go and you buy six items, for every item you purchase through phoenixfit.com, they're going to donate a gallon of fresh water to someone in need. And they've already donated over 360,000 gallons of fresh water to someone uh, throughout the world. One in 11 people go without access to clean and clean or fresh drinking water or sanitation uh, worldwide so put that into perspective and uh, recognize that you can get some top quality products and help someone in need phoenixfit.com fnxfit.com use the promo code chaos fnx at checkout save yourself 15 percent this episode is also brought to you by fightback cbd i have talked about fightback cbd ad nauseum i know that you guys know what it is it's the best CBD product there is out there and you guys can save 20% on any and everything off their site by using the promo code chaos at checkout that's right 20% I just got their uh, bath bombs I've been raving about their bath bombs because they've got 60 milligrams of of, uh, CBD uh, in the bath bombs by the way THC free CBD oil uh, is what the main product at Fightback CBD is 100% THC free. He also has a couple new oils that do have some THC in them. Uh, a very small amount. We're in the state of Texas, so it isn't uh, legal to the fullest extent here out uh, yet, but it does have like a very small amount that you can have within CBD oils. Um, and yeah, so he has both of those. Uh, but originally THC free, as you all know, the bath bombs are THC free, uh, but they do have 60 milligrams of CBD in them. Uh, he's got different scents. He sent me a uh, jalapeno cilantro or a uh, pineapple cilantro I have yet to use. Uh, he sent me a dragon blood that I have yet to use. He sent me a succulent scent that I have used. Um, I'm using them in my soaks. So uh, after a workout or after jujitsu, I'll come home. I'll use two cups of Dr. Teal's recovery salt um, and a hot ass bath. Like I run the water all the way onto hot. Uh, fortunately, we, we got pretty decent hot water here so I can get it to where it's steamy. Fucking dump two cups of uh, Epsom salt in there throw a bath bomb in there from Fightback CBD. What? And I'm soaking for like a half hour, 45 minutes, feeling great afterwards. I'll get out and I'll use the Fightback CBD uh, bomb rub on like, for example, my knee right now. My knee's fucked up. Uh, It hurts. (laughs) It hurts constantly right now. And I got a competition coming up, so I've had to be using it. I've been using it and getting it twisted and getting it locked up. Uh, So every night I'm icing my leg and I'm putting this Fightback CBD bomb on it. 600 milligram CBD bomb. Uh, I drop the tincture oils in my in my topo. I take them under my tongue. I rave about Fightback CBD way too much. You guys should already know about it. Uh, they're out there sponsoring athletes, sponsoring your everyday individuals, looking to make a difference in their world. Uh, and Justin, of course, is one of the best sources to go to for. Uh, recovery. He himself is a uh, is in recovery and believes in the strength of a support system. And any purchase through Fightback CBD that is made, portions go back to recovery programs Justin works with. Uh, he goes and he sponsors people that are in recovery. He works with several different therapy programs uh, and uh, recovery programs throughout the country. He has an entire list and breakdown of what he does and how he helps people on his website. So if you guys... Uh, if you know if you're not interested in CBD, but you do know somebody that's in recovery or needs help with recovery, head on over to fightbackcbd.com. Follow in, follow them on Instagram. Uh, 
uh, Facebook, connect with them because Justin himself is a fantastic resource uh, and he is connected with several fantastic resources all throughout the country um, and even on the medical side as well, right? He gets his CBD tested and he has all the clinical trials and all the double blind studies on the website as well. You guys can go and check that out so you can get the, uh, the real data and the real information on his products. Um, you know, but he, he, again, he's just very well-rounded and very well-connected. So, uh, you know, if you guys need a resource, he's, he's the one, uh, you can listen to him on episode 59. He was on the podcast episode 59 with Justin McClenney. You can hear all about fight back CBD and what he does and how he helps people and what a great dude he is. Again, promo code chaos at checkout 20% on everything site-wide get a rash guard get a t-shirt get some cbd bombs uh and get the night version so you can put your ass to sleep people my guest today my buddy jp perkins i originally met jp through uh through work we were co-workers for a brief we were still our co-workers but we're not working together anymore different teams um but yeah i met him at work and he me and him in, initially connected over nerd stuff and comics and movies and tv shows and aliens and just a bunch of nerd shit so uh, it was just a matter of time before we found something to put a podcast together about uh he recently got into real estate he actually started real estate at the end of last year beginning of this year uh and is killing it austin and this is just for all of you to know austin texas is just on fucking fire right now houses are getting sold hand over fist uh you know cash in hand over asking price companies are coming out here soccer teams you know we're fucking blowing up people uh i've only been out here six years and i've i when i came out here i thought i was coming out here on the cusp of a wave nah man this wave is just fucking starting and it's growing and who knows what the fuck's gonna happen me and jp talk about it all we talk about the recent freeze that we experienced we talk about COVID over the last year we talk about uh texas we only go slightly into texas politics and we only pick at it because it's just it's it's non sensical at this point they're trying to recall the the mayor of of texas or of austin uh abbott is under pressure who's the governor of texas is under a shit ton of pressure for mask mandate shit and getting called out and uh counties around the state are uh aren't listening to him and are opposing what he said about masks uh we didn't talk about the dan crenshaw thing but uh he he caught some heat for selling stocks that's a weird thing but anyways texas is just kind of in a debacle right now uh all over the place experienced a very rough february and march we had hail last night it was 70 degrees yesterday in the afternoon bright sunny it's 70 degrees right now bright and sunny last night 2 a.m hailstorm don't ask me fucking how hailstorm in the middle of the night here in austin i don't understand it uh (laughs) georgetown cedar park north parts of the area had tornado warnings jp talks about that uh it's a lot it's a lot jp is uh a great businessman uh a great strategist he's definitely a nerd like myself and we had a great time talking uh i hope you guys enjoy it as always, you can get everything you need Common Chaos related at commonchaos.net. Follow the Instagram and the Twitter at the Common Chaos. That is the Common Chaos on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, also on Facebook, the Common Chaos. Send us a comment, a like, a share. Send this to a friend if you think someone's going to get a kick out of it. Send it on over to them. We appreciate all the feedback, all the engagement. You guys are what keeps this show going. As always, 
Thank you. This is my boy JP Perkins. We're going to get deep. I appreciate you guys. I love you. I assure you that funny that that's what it takes to fire us up is a little bit of like reality talk right gotta talk to uh, talk shop i know the the uh we're officially we're in it Excellent. for whatever reason your your levels seem low but i seem low is yeah better? you're good yeah yeah maybe a little like if you can get the edge the of the base right at the table there you go better, better. you should be good yeah all right, there we Boom. go. All right, J.P. Per- well, J.P. Perkins is yes, correct, sir. right? Yeah. Uh, the P doesn't stand for Perkins. What does it stand for? Uh, Paul. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> it's like cool, my middle man. name, yeah. Uh, I think a long time coming for the podcast where we were coworkers at one point. Well, still coworkers, but different yeah, locations yeah. now at one point. But uh, I think we fall in line with a lot of the same things, a lot of the same perspectives. And um, you've recently gotten very heavily into the business world. And at the beginning, I was like, do you, would you call yourself an entrepreneur? So you would say that's yeah, what you're doing now? Yeah, I would say now? at this point, um, you know, I've been doing uh, various levels of sales, all the way inside, outside, retail uh, for a while. And I've always had a side hustle and, you know, you kind of just learn both sides and get better and better as you go. And so now it's, yeah, the side hustle income starting to turn into, it turned into a real estate at this point, which is now. What are all the things you're doing? Is it just the real estate and no, the right other now, job? Right now, I got a couple balls in the air. Um, uh, real estate is taking up most of the time here right, in Austin, right. obviously, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, getting that settled to get into a rhythm and get my niche going and everything. But at the same time, I'm also, um, I've been getting into local, um, I guess it would call media or something like that. Um, I've been running a couple blogs and stuff like that, sending it around just Cedar Park information and news and happenings and events and stuff like that. So I've been working that on the side too. Um, and Cedar Park's fucking crazy. So it, we'll just, it is crazy. We'll just it's highlight nice. that for like a hot <laughs> second. Uh, in, in more ways than one, too. You know, you have different levels at the same time, you know. Were you working at the location uh, when, like, that suicide happened across the street? Do you remember that? I don't in think In front so. of the Castle Dental? I don't think so. Okay. No, no, no. I had left, but I heard about it. Yes. Okay, so check this out. Go ahead. Real quick. So uh, all the cops show up one day over in front of the castle dental across the street from us in the right. parking lot right there and uh they're surrounding this car taping castle dental off and we're like what the fuck is going on and i'm off work <clears throat> so i go out and like of course i just start asking questions towards to people and this one dude who's in just like plain street clothes comes up and he's like hey do you guys have surveillance that points out to this area and we're like no nah, man we best thing we got is like something at the front door um and he's like, all right, cool. And we were like, what happened? He's like, can't talk about it. Right. And we're like, okay, cool. So then I see one of the guys that works at Salada walking past up. And I'm like, hey, man. And so we start chatting. And he's like, bro, I was just hanging out over there. And there's someone slumped over in that car. And I was like, what? And they're taping it off. And they're kind of like looking right, inside. Right. So we're like, okay, that shit's crazy. So I tweet the Cedar Park Police Department that night. And I'm like, hey, what happened? Like, what's up? We were out there. <laughs> and they were like, oh, we don't like discuss <clears throat> ongoing investigations, yada, yada. Well, they end up messaging me. And they're like, it was a suicide. Right, and right. And we won't go any further into it. Uh, but once we have more information, we'll uh, let it known to the public. Let it be known to the public. Please don't share this. Or right, yeah, yeah. Don't tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm well, like... This is a while ago. I was like, yeah, ago. hey, great job. Like, whatever. Retweeted some other shit to him and, like, left it at that. Never heard anything else about it. Talked about it for, like, a month, obviously, at the store. And we're just hearing it. Well, like, 
I would say probably like a month, a month and a half later, the phone rings and I answer it and it's this like student from UT and he's like, Hey, I'm with the like public investigations department here at UT. Right. And I was wondering if you had any information <laughs> on uh like this incident at the Castle Dental like a month he'd ago. He like tracked you down. That's and amazing. I was like I don't know if he tracked me down. Like, actually, but I he do. called the store and I'm like, bro, yes I do. What do you want to know? <laughs> <Tea time. laughs> Just on the sales phone, like, what do you want to know? And he's like, okay, obviously we heard it was a suicide, but we're like really digging deep into it. We're trying to figure out who this guy is. They haven't released any information on him yet. Right, yeah. And I was like, dude, I don't know. All I know is that they weren't talking about it, but he it was a fucking Mercedes, it was a fucking S class, all this other shit. And, or whatever I don't know what I was saying but I don't know if S class is Mercedes did I get that right I, I'm not sure I'm not anyways sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm not a car guy I know <laughs> neither am I uh, but so I'm clearly just spooting off at the fucking whatever at this guy right and he's like cool man let me ask you more questions and I'm like oh, bro I'm at work right now and so I he's can't like, answer <laughs> I know I know and I'm like so I can't answer like on behalf of the company or whatever obviously but, but. here's my phone number Give me a call later today, and I'll fucking we'll talk, bro. I'll you can I I also am in school for journalism, so I'm gonna come back at you with some stuff. And he's like, cool, cool. And I was like, all right. He never called me ever, ever. And I was amped, bro. I was telling him, I'm like, bro, like, call me, it. please, please call me, and we'll talk about it. <laughs> please, baby, please, please. But no, I was amped Where'd on you it. Go? And he never called me. Yeah. And I was I was like, man, I wonder what he was really trying to figure out. Cause, I mean, it makes sense that. They would try to figure out who it was, if it was somebody important. It was kind of weird that he did it in front of a Castle Dental. Right. Um, well, and just in general, it might have been the dentist. Maybe. I hear suicide is high among dentists. Yeah, and yeah. they tend to buy expensive cars, so I guess maybe. The, we did talk to... I'm totally speculating some poor dental. Uh, <laughs> a cop did come by after, like a couple of days after, and was asking us some questions at the store, and we asked him... And he was like, yeah, what a lot of times will happen is people will do it in public places so they're found. Right. Which and makes so, sense. Yeah. yeah like, especially right. if there's nobody at home, they don't want to be like uh, yeah, a month they don't later. they have anybody. Yeah. All decayed and shit and gross. And, yeah. You got pets. <laughs> yeah, man. That can be... Hmm, yeah, they start eating you or something. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it's only like oh, 16 man. minutes before your dog starts eating you. After. Probably. <laughs> it's like, like, Yo, you're they're not, they're like the first thing you're like, are you going to... You, you're not going to feed with that? me? <laughs> okay, well, now I'm going to eat you because you're not going to feed me. So, yeah, no doubt. There's no loyalty there. No, no not loyalty at all. At all so dogs. Uh, yeah, Cedar Park <laughs> is nuts. And then there was that other group that was like super... Remember the Wiccans? Oh, yeah, the one, yeah, yeah. like, representative like, for Cedar Park. So that's just crazy. So small I'm glad that you're politics doing... is also fascinating to me in general. Like, it like bleeds get... over with Austin, too. Yeah, they do. And it, everybody gets caught up with uh, the big national ones. And I really feel it. I have for years. Like, you, you have no real effect on that. I think people are now starting to realize that, you know, it's not really just your vote that matters. Big corporations get a say, you know, big organizations get a say. So you're giving your money to. You got people who are super delegates, you know, you got PACs involved, you know. So yeah. I think we're only part of the equation. Oh, we're not, you yeah, know, the, yeah. the whole thing. But I think when you get down to small politics, you know, local town stuff, I mean, these are people you can meet and you can you can see what they're doing around town. You can see whether they're doing nothing. I mean, that, that was one of the things that always drove me nuts is you have some people I'm like, dude, I'm getting mail every day from this person, but you haven't so much as tweeted anything in a year <laughs> you know like what am yeah. i supposed to well, what about the sheriff of cedar park who brought in uh live pd and they had that Wasn't scandal that, um, wilco uh 
w- Wilco County, right? Yeah, yeah Williamson I think County. So. Yeah, 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 they they brought in uh, the sheriff, and then yeah, exactly. He was like, like trying to be a social media influencer, mm-hmm. and he was uh, basically hyping up live PD and he's like yeah yeah arrest. he's clearly more also pulled up in that also pulled up doing. in front of the store one day and like some weird pulling somebody over they had the cameras and everything out and he became more of like a celebrity kind of also in fucking like the Cedar Park North Austin area yeah and that's I think that's where a lot of it comes from is you have this weird clash of like city and rule just smashing into each other well and it, it went so fast too yeah. I think people forget the speed of how it was like I mean we moved up here I've been in here since what 08, 09 somewhere around there and then we moved in Cedar Park area 2012-ish and I mean I don't know how many stories you hear about there's nobody out there and now it's the 50th largest city in Texas you know I mean you're going 80,000 people there now the biggest boom town they're I mean, predicting and, and, like, and it's not stopping I mean they've completely run out of room they're to the point where they're trying to I mean and are you doing real estate dude yeah you're, you're killing yeah. it and like, it's like real estate's uh, well and it's I would say it's nuts but it depends on what side of the coin you're on if you're trying to buy it is you're having a hard oh, time. Man. Good luck. Because people it, are paying cash and like way more than um, what people are asking for, right? They had, we were just, uh, it was like four or five days ago. It was, was it Redfin? Redfin did a report that they rolled out where the average person that's buying from out of state has $200,000 in cash above and beyond what the average person here who lives in Texas, just a town to town move has. So like if you're going to a $300,000 house, you're walking up 300,000 your max budget. They're coming in at 500,000 and be like, they got room to spare. They could toss an extra 50 grand towards it, pay for things like, I mean, right now it's become basically standard to waive the inspection requirements, you know? So like mm-hmm. if you normally you'd say, okay, well, I want the roof replaced. Or if you find a problem, you have an inspector come in, we got termites, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Now they've completely <laughs> outbid that where they're like, look, I'll pay anything under a hundred grand, you know? And it's just like, well, okay, that means, I mean, that could be a hole in your room. I mean, obviously yeah. you'll notice if there was a fire in your kitchen or something like that. I mean, people aren't going to, you know, they'll bid what, right. you know, for that, but if you got termites hiding in the attic or you've got you know, foundation cracks or yeah, something. Yeah. Those are on you. Piping. Yeah, exactly. Like and you're that. dealing with somebody who can, you know, who's got enough We're cash to come in here, and say, actually. Hey, I could fix all that. Yeah. And buy the house and still have money for vacation and stuff too. Do you think that it's becoming oversaturated with people who are getting into the real estate end of things? Like uh, people that are going, you know, what's that look like? Because, I mean, it's a killing right now. You're right. one of probably a dozen people I know personally that are just getting into the game over the last like couple of years. 30,000 agents in Austin and like 300 agents in San Antonio, just for perspective. <laughs> what? 300 yeah. agents in San Antonio? Something like 300 agents in San Antonio versus something like 30,000 in Austin Holy as far as like the shit. ratio just because everybody now that being said something like only 13% of the people are ever going to get more than five sales in their whole career um, yeah because people just get into it to get into it and then bounce out well right? and you have uh, like let's say I'm buying a house you mm-hmm. know like if I get in there yeah yeah if I get in there and I'm buying a house then obviously I'm going to be getting money off of mine I hook my family and friends up they get a discount um, or I help them out and then I'm out the game or if I'm an investor uh, a lot of smaller investors will get a license so that they can start saving the commission or start listing their own properties um, start renting them without having to get a third party and increase the little profit margin so there's lots of reasons why you'd get one outside of just like this is a new career a lot of part time a lot of people out of college things like that obviously it's a hot market so people get in just 
for the money. Um, Start to finish, how long is it generally? Uh, generally a year. I think I finished the first, you know, well... When you start up, you got to go through a series of classes and take the state exam. Right, um, right. That process is about a year. Um, I finished uh, really a month per class is, is fine. I knocked it out in one of the COVID, yeah. you know, things. Um, and then, yeah, you just take your state exam. After that, it's more a matter of just building your clientele and your network. Um, that was really good, dude. I like that one. Yeah. Never had it before, the Yellow Rose. Yeah. No, that's the, uh, yeah, that's the Yellow Rose. Dang. That's a really good IPA. And it's crisp. honestly, it like, doesn't even, you could probably pass it as like a none. Like, this yeah. sounds very snobbish, but do you have a glass? Try it in a glass. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you're like, I do, but yeah, oh, not going to happen. So Sorry. far away. <laughs> That's, uh, I wanted to get you something from California because mm-hmm. I know you're, uh, I know you're a beer snob as well. And, uh, yeah, my other project. Yeah. Uh, so that's in Northern California. My buddy actually worked at that brewery. Uh, shout out Andre. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He worked there for, for a hot second. Have you had that or no? I know the uh, Lagunitas is. Yeah. Yeah. Hazy memory have, is a good yeah, one. I like yeah. this one. Okay, cool. Cool. For sure. Yeah. They're one of my favorites is a uh, little something. I don't know yeah. A little something. Yeah. The little good. something is great. Classic. Their, uh, IPA is, is phenomenal. They had this one. I used to work at a BevMo in California. Okay. And for I worked there for like a year and a half, and for a brief time I was uh, one of the beer managers there. So we do like the ordering and stuff. And one of the perks is you got like a six pack a week, right? So you kind of got to go home and try different shit. And obviously I'm buying beer at the time. I'm you know living in a house with like um, my band and just a bunch of people, and so it's nonsense. We're just drinking all the fucking time. And we were into the, any beers that could like fuck you up in like one sitting, right? Because I'm now learning about barley wines and right. all these deep end beers. Uh, yeah, sink what's that the bug biz- bites you, you know? Yeah, sink the Bismarck shit. That's like twenty eight percent, you know. And so uh, Lagunitas put one out that was like eleven point nine percent, and it was called Hairy Eyeball. Interesting. And it was like drinking motor oil. It was so <laughs> thick. And it's so gross. Like a Scottish heavy? Oh, man. I mean, probably... I don't know if I've ever had a Scottish heavy, uh, but thicker than uh, any... It was like you were drinking. Have you ever had like sherry, like really sweet? Right. Yeah, like yeah. Where it's almost like wine, a cordial or something. And it's thick, and mm-hmm. you're like, you don't, you can't drink a lot. You're of like it. this is like, like cough syrup consistency. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and that's what it was like. Yeah, that sounds like but a beer form. Like so a the carbonation heavy. is a little lighter, you know, not as thick and like on your tongue, but it was still like you were putting down a beer that you were swallowing, like you were yeah. fucking for sure swallowing chunks of it. No, I had one that. Uh, oh man, I forget what the name of it was, but it was a, it was a. It was a Scottish heavy, and it was exactly the same thing. It was like, like the consistency of oil, and yeah, then you look at it, man. it looks like just it's got that where it's lighter brown. Like around maybe the edge, water didn't thick, separate like yeah, properly. Like, oh my gosh, it's so <laughs> thick. Oh man, it's thick, boy. Yeah, it triple C's for real. Man, so real estate, you've so how long have you officially been? You said you had to build a team. So how long have you officially been in making sales? Making sales, really, just the first of the year. Yeah, no, this wow, is pretty new for man. me. Three yeah. months in. Well, congratulations. Um, I know that you were grinding at that, man. So. Yeah, we've been grinding at it. I started a lot of the pre work beforehand with, uh, you know, anyways, going that direction. So six months a year before I even started working on that, I started working on building the network, building the clientele. Uh, since I started, I've been doing outside and inside sales and stuff mm-hmm. for decades at this point. So, yeah. you know, you always want to start building your network in advance because it's always going to take three or four months before things rolled in. And so you were in Chicago for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And and you so you were in Austin from 
like 2008, 2009, you were saying, and then I know that you came back recently from Chicago. Were you, did you, where did you grow up? Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah, from okay. Chicago. Actually, yeah. I, oh man, I've been out a long time. back at this over, point. yeah. <laughs> My point was, you, you being a transplant here, uh, I came out in 2016, like right in the beginning, and I could tell that we were coming over at like this hype time. Right. Where people were, you know, uh, it was just I got that feeling and I was like I'm glad we came now because it's definitely good when we came they had just broken 2 million metro so they were right. getting 2 million people in here during the work day Monday through Friday 35 was shit uh, and that's like what 2012 maybe 2016 2016, no, 2016. oh my gosh yeah, yeah, yeah. We like we came out in January of the year to visit and kind of check it so out fast. and the Uber driver had told us we just broke 2 million metro like yeah. so we're getting 2 million people every day for work in and out traveling from wherever you know that cedar park georgetown all those spots are booming my first location out here well i was out in like the palmer area for a couple months but then when i went to the uh, leadership position i was up at georgetown so i got to see like the fact that georgetown's got one high school uh one fucking you know or at the time at least (laughs) right they've got the sun city that's like the elderly community And it's just like, fuck, now it's booming. And you look at like numbers from Georgetown and how business in Georgetown right now, their square is just adding block after block after oh, it's block. Insane. It's fucking going crazy, man. It's a, I, to be in it is <laughs> kind of weird. Do you remember the drought? Do you remember when Lake Travis got so empty that people were selling those houses along the lake? Because they were just for out. pennies on the dollar because they're like, it's never going to come ready back. for my next prediction? Now you're just like, oh my God, I got people million dollar houses next to Vista Ridge. Are you ready for my next prediction? Go for it. We're going to see, I think, another like severe drought dust bowl type shit we saw it we saw it in the 30s right mm-hmm. back in the 1930s you saw the dust bowl i think we're going to see that shit i think we're going to see especially with global warming i think we're going to see like a severe weird weather change where we're well, going to see shit dry up i think know? you can probably look to the past and see what other you oh, know like yeah. dust bowl anything that the area has propensity to but i actually almost this is the wild thing is we saw the wild gas and at flood this point. shit is weird too yeah because i see it's getting a little bit more temperate zone right so i noticed this especially when i so for a couple of years ago, um, we moved back north for a year for something, or we went on a sabbatical, I guess you'd say, for a year. And in the year I was gone and came back, I noticed that the weather alone had shifted. I was seeing wildlife I wasn't seeing before, like birds. An interesting thing, like, I don't know, <laughs> we'll go on to wildlife for a second, right? So I was walking the other day, and I saw not once, but twice during the fall, chipmunks. Ooh. There are no chipmunks in Texas. The closest you get is there's two types of chipmunks, right? And these are little black chipmunks. You get them all the way in Louisiana, mm-hmm. or you get them all the way on the other side of, uh, what is that, Arizona or not, not New Mexico or whatever, all the way other side of Texas. There's nobody here in the middle of Texas. So these things migrated from one of those two sides, like 800 miles or whatever away, just to, you know, so I've seen chipmunks, I've seen Orioles and different birds that you just never see around here. We saw... Um, what did they just release? They the EP if somebody just released some report, I think it was a bunch of a league of whoever scientists or whatever said that over the last hundred years we've or one hundred and twenty years we've made sixty percent of the species like extinct or something mm-hmm. or like sixty percent of the animal population has like No, no, there's that yeah, because you can extinction. tell. And maybe it's the growth, maybe it's the climate, but like it sounds dumb but roaches. When was the last time you saw one of those big fat cockroaches? Uh, Probably recently, right? It's in the season. You know, uh, I don't know about the cockroaches, but I will say somebody brought up, I forget who it was, I was driving with somebody, and they brought up the fact that 
uh, oh, my uh, my brother-in-law, David, the birds. Where have the fucking birds gone? Over the last couple of years, there's been no birds. You know how they would all hub out yeah, yeah, outside like of H-E-B? Yes, and they'd be like all over the power lines, mm-hmm. everywhere. I don't know if you're in the subreddit, in the Cedar Park subreddit, or in the Austin uh, subreddit. Yeah, a there's a Central Texas one. There's yeah, a, yeah. I joined all of them when I came over here. And a fun game people were playing when I first got here was they would take a picture of the power lines with the birds on it and they would have the H-E-B sign in the background, but they would have just a corner of it or they would have like some weird image, but all the birds, right? And right. then people in the subreddit had to guess what H-E-B you were Yeah, at. which H-E-B are you yeah, at? Yeah, and it was like a thing. I haven't seen birds over the last couple of years all piled up. Yeah, a lot Where less have birds. Um, a lot less, like I said, And I'm bugs. not trying to be tinfoil hat, but it's no, no, legit. It's, it's, it's legit. It's I've never seen it. Like, like I'm noticing it, yeah, and, and and I'm noticing some some things are missing, some things are here that weren't here before. Like I said, like chipmunks, and it it's weird too because you've got, you know, you've got deer and wildlife running all over the place too at the same time. But you have a lot of construction, so a lot of that might have scared a wild wildlife away where there was habitats there for them, and they're somewhere else now. Um, you know, you cut down a lot of the trees, put a. 15th domain of the <laughs> domain number 15 okay i know they just built that water park the whatever it's fucking called the lagoon you know the big water park in georgetown right there in cedar oh, park yeah yeah they put um, the, the uh, kalahari kalahari yeah, like the resort the kalahari resort the resort fucking massive why would you build that entire thing and not a single slot machine i'm like i don't understand yeah man. i can't bet on dogs cats horses Nothing. No poker room. Nothing. I'm gonna bet on the kids like racing each other down the slide or something. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? uh, to the Austin point, I, I, I mean, I'm seeing it just boom up. People are predicting that it's going to be just this crazy boom town. I'm oh yeah, kind the of tsunami is just even getting started. I mean, we That's haven't even crazy, you've got everybody bro. moving here. You're in the number of thirty thousand to three hundred thousand is kind of blowing my mind because. For it the, just seems like a market that's like, hey, jump on in, make some money. It's so weird, yeah, because you've got. I mean, are you talking for housing stock or just in general? I mean, just in general, really, why aren't you out here? If you're in the tech industry, why aren't you out here? If you're in the business world, the startup world, why aren't you out here? If you're in the real estate world, why aren't you making moves out here? If you're in the entertainment world, just in general, Texas is where it's at. I mean, I I have this week, I think in like three days, I'm moving somebody out here. California too. I have, uh, yeah, you were telling me your friends, right? Uh, I have a buddy in California that was doing, he got his license. He was selling for Marriott for a while, making a fucking killing. And he recently was like, yeah, I think I might actually go back because it's getting just ridiculous. Like we're in Palm Springs where, you know, kind of my backstory already. Uh, people are moving from San Francisco, Los Angeles, San Diego, all these expensive areas that are seeing increase in homeless populations, seeing, uh, you know, weird shit happen within the city confines and as, as in terms of like businesses and shit like that California's California's in this weird state where half of it is like oh we're gonna keep everything locked down and keep everybody safe and the other half is like nah we need to open back up because it's been a fucking year and you know they are yeah it's it's yeah, it's another. another like, that's what separating I, in two, I, man. I, put, I, I mean, that's I, really. I put politics later down there. I wrote down politics, but don't go off the fucking rails. Yeah, esoteric put religion. That because, <laughs> uh, it's just gonna go weird, but yeah, man. But people are moving to the desert. People are moving to these other areas in California well, that are probably on the outskirts. I mean, the cities are emptying. They were where it's at eighties, nineties, two thousands. Malls. Remember, dead, like I, dead. I just did dead. a report for the. It's so ironic. Retail. I just dead. did a report for. 
for how the mall is pretty much on its last leg and closing. Well, 30% closure before COVID hit. They were going yeah. into 2020 before COVID hit. They were going in with a 30% was just an opportunity. business Anybody closure. that was on the ropes at this point just got a free pass. You know, I mean, and not a free pass, but I mean, that's downplaying. Obviously, you've got, you know, the whole Rona. But, I have been but saying, if you were on if the you're ropes, not adapting, then this is the time to like bail and reconfigure your business because you're not going to be able to do it the same way you did anyway. Exactly. And I will say if you're a business in 2020, 2021, whatever, and you're not adapting to the current pandemic, the circumstances, get the fuck out. You don't, you're, you're not recognizing what's going on around you. If you're not keeping up and you're not able to adapt restaurants that aren't doing curbside delivery, shit like that, right. like, come on, I almost don't blame you for not being able to stay open. It's how the, it's how the world, it's the way the world turns. Well, Sorry. I mean, it's always been, you know, I like, mean, it's not the survival of the fittest. It's the survival it is, of kind the most, of. Uh, the most willing to change. You know, it the most evolution. adaptable. It is evolution. You know, yeah, or it's, it's the not the strongest. That, you know, you don't just like beat your way into submission. You're the, you're the most adaptable. Fittest so, like, in whatever change, regard. Yeah. You have to be the fittest when it comes to your financial stability. Yeah. Agile, you know, however you put it. It's not, yeah. How old are you? I, forget, um, I would be 43, I believe. Okay, so there's a, we're close. There's 10 years. I'm 33. There's a close enough relation to where we kind of understand the 80s, the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, the tech boom definitely both in that world of like having to like i don't see i've been saying this too and i don't know a part of me i guess was reluctant to get fully digital and to get fully on like the digital end of things the analog world is so seductive you know not that it's seductive but i, feel I don't know like, man like you know those people are like go back to analog amps and analog, the part of the matrix know. that scares me is the part that it's weak and people get sucked in because i may right. i might be the i might be homeboy uh, I forget his name at the moment, but I might be homeboy that fucking just wants to taste that steak. You know what right. I'm saying? I might just want to be him. But to the same regard, I don't. I I never wanted to get like sucked in and be like the zombie that's just always connected World of Warcraft, like you know, just n- nerding out on online all the time. But it's clearly the way of the world. Cryptocurrency, all these things that are just completely being digitized in front of our faces. Evolution, right? It's gonna happen. Right. Oh, it's inevitable. Yeah. Is anybody concerned about like a solar flare just knocking everything out? I don't know. I'm see, concerned. I think I think at some point <laughs> I'm real concerned. I think we really were at some point. I should hope at this point though they've started to harden stuff. But then you look at what happened with Texas and the power grid, and you realize they that. may have just taken the money. Told you they hardened it, hardened like one thing, and went on vacation or something. I don't know. Like <laughs> I read this great this great uh, thing today on Twitter that said the weather in Texas be like the Powerball numbers, and it was like 68, 68. 34 52 mm-hmm. so over the last month first of all it snowed twice this year it's never That's snowed twice in texas at least in like the last 30 oh, to, that ice storm was legit i mean coming from the north like I it was like a fun snow in january they were like late december early yeah. january oh that was amazing it yeah. was a fun snow people were fucking taking pictures everybody needed it too they were all broken out they were like i haven't been out in months yes so i'm going perfect. to the parks the lights are up people they were, were locked happy. down for christmas it's the fucking oh, holidays. Tears of joy. You know, tears of joy getting frozen among the faces of the Austinites here. Yeah, because we thought we got our photo op, our free photo op. And then we, there was hell to pay. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Boom. Guess what, motherfuckers? Now you're about to have ice cold frozen hearts because we're going exactly. to do an extreme freeze. The f- most like unprecedented you, thing. <laughs> all of Texas. Every Texas county was under a freeze warning at one time. A state that is dirt, sun, sand, humidity and warmth it's like the it is literally the like gooch of the united states it we're just 
It's like hot. a radiator. <laughs> it is. It's a radiator all the time. Was frozen. There was one time, one day, where Austin, Texas was the exact same temperature as Alaska. Yeah. You don't usually say that. What the fuck was going on? And now, we had a tornado warning yesterday, and now it's sunny and warm. Yeah. I tornado warning yesterday, sunny and warm oh, today. Oh, no, it was amazing, What too. the fuck is going on with Texas? The I was thinking about this last night, too. Like, so I was just chilling, watching the storm. I'd love to do that, right? Like, I, like and for storms for me. Here in Austin, we weren't worried about it, but you got a... To- Did you get the tornado warning? You're not in Williamson, Yeah, we right? got... Well, we're in Williamson, but okay. I think it was just a little bit north of us. But it was, yeah, it like northeast it, or Yeah, yeah, it was like... Uh, um, Red Liberty Hill. And no stuff official like that. touchdowns either, but there was some tornado warnings for yeah, up in like the northeast. Um, but Austin, for sure, yeah, I was just watching the watching the storm, and it was wild because you have crystal clear skies, and like I'll just like to sit out there and watch the skies and stuff like that, just chill with beer or whatever. And uh, you've got this massive column of just lightning. It looked like a mushroom column that kept lighting up with all the lightning and yep. everything around it's crystal clear, and you can see the you know stars and everything i'm like this is wild just the contrast yeah man uh, texas is fucking on one for sure i don't understand it and going back to like the politics things and people being prepared and not prepared uh how are you during the freeze did you we did all right we did all right okay. what did you i really can't complain um i mean being that it's texas i knew that everybody's gonna freak out and hit the hebs early so we stocked up early um but it lasted way longer than we thought. You know, I investigated, checked out some of the lines, but it was interesting. I mean, uh, we were okay on power. We were okay on water. Had Never some family lost any members. Of it. Didn't lose any of it. So we were pretty Don't. lucky. Don't. Um, and then everybody, are, not around us, but most of my family, at least something went down for a little bit. Um, either water or power. But yeah, yeah. we just got that. <laughs> shoveling the walks with like um, a dustpan because yeah. it was just like, there was just had. everything, yeah, everything just froze and everything stood still. So it was kind of weird. Um, yeah. I hope a lot of people took away, like, I don't know, knowing where your water main is. <laughs> like being prepared, at least in those, li- in those lines, because you have to, man. It is getting crazy. I, I, I do see the weather changing. In general, yeah. I think we're going to have winters. To little... I think Texas is going to have winters from now on. This is what I was saying. With like, It's becoming more temperate. Like When I went and it came back, I was like, it's missing. Like, it's it's, it's not, snowed. But it's like, like twice now. I think it only hasn't, just this year, but every single year, there's been some sort of like snowflake fall. Yeah. Where, since I've been out here for the last five, six, it's going on. Yeah, it's definitely every year. And you know what's uh, the, the falls? And fucking crazy. And dude. summer wasn't as bad. When I first moved out here, we had 100 days of 100 plus degrees in a row. It was on the news. We had yeah, a record 100 like days in a row of over 100 degrees. Yeah. And we're just like, not anymore. You know, not, the the summers are a lot more the mild. The last summer was the, so chill. This yeah, last it was summer very was mild, so very chill. chill. And then we get a winter that has an actual snow. Honestly, if we had had salt <laughs> for the salt trucks or something, like it wouldn't have even been that bad. Yeah. It would have been. It would have been fun. Number two. It's that just was the ice part gripe. of it that's crazy. That was my gripe. Is there was no like, hey guys, don't fucking. There's no preparation from like the leaders of the state or like the local news. There was no like, hey guys, don't start your car in the garage for the warmth because people die doing that, which yeah. kind of sucks. Hey guys, don't light candles and fall asleep in your house because it's fucking cold. People did that and they died. Like there was so many casualties of the freeze that I, in my opinion, didn't need to happen. Yeah, yeah, just with just a little bit of like communication, a little bit of that evolution, a little bit of that like survival of the fittest. But it's like, hey, you know, you see it coming. Really good at listening around here. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, you do tell him like, don't drive on the roads. And he's, I don't know how many people you see out there. Like, <laughs> Nobody is like, going what out. are you doing? Hey, okay. So listen, <laughs> we, we have a, she's got a forerunner that's like a 2002. And so it's on its last fucking legs, but sure enough, four wheel drive. So we're out like just kind of driving around like on Tuesday and what shit got weird. Like Sunday night was when power right. people lost power. So we're heading out Tuesday, early morning, uh, luckily we had had like fucking enough essentials to like last us, but we were like, well, we were going to go see if anything's open, anything's going on. People around the community were saying like, oh yeah, hey, this coffee shop's open, but only for like two hours. I, this might've been actually before anybody was even brave enough to open, but we're driving towards the domain and sure enough, Whole Foods opened up at like 12. This was actually... I think it was Tuesday because this was the day places were just randomly opening for like three or four hours. And yeah, they just were what closing. They, could. they were they, usually yeah. sold out by that time. Yeah, they were giving away. They were not giving away, but they were selling. Some places were. Some places were giving away. Shit. Yeah, that HEB. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The yeah because all their systems were down. Like yeah. while they were in, they were like, just, yeah, just take to... it because they were only open for so long. Yeah, um, and so we're driving towards the domain, and this car is stuck like on an incline, and its back tires are spinning. It's not going anywhere. And uh, the guy gets out and he stands behind the car and he's like telling him to reverse and then he's telling him to like go forward, but he's standing behind the car on an incline and then these people reverse and the car starts moving backwards. And what does he do? He starts just running backwards. Yeah. There, he doesn't get out of the fucking way. And what happens? <laughs> he falls. Of so course. So my fiance jams her brakes on, like in the middle of the fucking intersection, because we see we're seeing this yeah, guy about to get ran. Go. Yeah, and we're just we like yell something, and like luckily the car stops, and like the guy gets up and like moves out of the way and starts like giggling, and you can tell like it's his family watching, but we're like, uh, people are not ready. No, no, they're not prepared for this. They're gonna fucking and die. This is simple. I mean, right? Like it only lasted a few like. It was a week. Imagine was a if week the whole thing people. really went down. And it's so... It, yeah, imagine it amazes all me winter how, sucked. Like, imagine yeah. if we were in the north and it yeah. was like Michigan and we're fucking frozen for a month straight. When we left Chicago, the the year we left, it had snowed for over six months in a row. Like like at one month, like I think it started like October, we got a little flurry yeah. thing. Yep. By the time, you know, May comes along, it's still, you're getting ice and stuff. And you're just like, like could you imagine you know, people here? But what's amazing to me too is how... Um, how in the moment society is now that when you have a snowstorm like that and then people are losing their minds and making almost long-term decisions based on the 48 hours they're stuck in where they're just like, I need I'm to, moving. I'm moving, yeah. I'm selling this house. This is never going to happen. That's panic. I knew people that were like, you know, like stocking up months of food and you're sitting here and they're like, dude, you know the H-E-B? No, they're never getting to meet again, not till like July. And you're just like, where are you? The snow's going to be gone by Tuesday, my from, dude. Like, know, look at the, the pull weather app. <laughs> my buddy from St. Louis is like, he he's talking to me and he goes, dude, a foot of snow should not cripple an entire fucking state. Like a foot of snow should not. He's from my in-laws in Chicago got eight feet. The same time we got our ice storm, they had eight feet. Oh man. (laughs) It's more than the ceiling, man. (laughs) Yeah. Just pure panic. I mean, I panicked. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I think everybody did. I I I was trying to light. Don't get me wrong. We're all trying to learn how to like light fires of the stick or something. Those stupid clay pots. Oh my gosh. Oh, and then it goes viral and you see everybody on there yeah i've been like making Bro, these that little probably clay killed people that probably killed people people probably died trying to do that somebody somewhere somebody yeah. somewhere you there know there was there was a fire in off like yeah lit 12. something off a of fire they, an apartment fire
fire where two people died. Uh, there was for sure that couple in Houston that sat, it was a mom and her daughter and they sat in their car in their garage oh, and yeah. they just wanted to be warm and it sucks because they just thought they were going to go to sleep. They were tired yeah. and we're going to fall asleep and no, you're not going to wake up. Guess what? That sucks. And had it just been like, Hey, don't do that. Go outside. Yeah. Pull the car out of the garage. So you get and some I, snow I on it. You'll be in your car. It. It's not going to be. We're not going to get eight feet of snow. It's uh, it's Texas. I mean, up north they don't have to do that, but then they tell them. We're going to. Like, they're used to it. Three, four months in the winter. You know. It's just it sucks, man. And, and, you know, it does. And a lot of the it gets pointed to like the leadership, and it's crazy that here in Austin, Austin is literally a boom town where it'll with for the next decade it's going to be this crazy just increase of people. Yeah, the leaders had nothing to and do with they're that. They're trying at this to point. recall like, fucking Adler. Here. They're trying to recall Adler. They're trying to get rid of this dude. He's the mayor of fucking Austin. Have you? Uh, where do you live? You live up north. I'm up so, in Cedar Park yeah. now. Okay. Did you happen to see like the encampment over here? The homeless. There's just oh yeah 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 right yes, out yes, over here in yes. the fucking yep yeah, just all, I mean and hey dude I get that that's like a mental thing and do it I don't care fucking whatever there's a pretty solid like hey stay on that side of the fucking highway don't come this way I don't, <laughs> you know I can't pretend over. to have a solution for the homeless I don't, problem I don't. but I know whatever we're doing is clearly not yeah, working exactly exactly <laughs> so like I mean they should exactly. at least try something camping outside of, in front of businesses like out you know we have a school right here and literally two blocks over I mean you can't pretend that they're getting what they need oh yeah no you know you and can't you can't act pretend like they're, helping like they're helping the local area I mean you're you're so I mean there's got to be a better answer and yeah. I don't think that I think they're ignoring it and hoping oh, to go. Yeah. this is Austin's problem you know politics been in this town for like 20 years my biggest problem with Austin is they seem to see a problem talk a lot about it and then ignore it for very shit. promptly yeah they're like not do I shit. remember for welcome years to the 30, they had welcome the, to 35 yeah. <laughs> that entire highway that entire <laughs> fucking portion of whatever they're stupid and why is I think all they're of, waiting for smart cars why I is, legit think they're just being like you know what if we ignore this long enough, they're going to invent flying cars and we don't got to fix it. We don't it. have to bury anything. <laughs> we don't, we'll gotta, leave we don't need public transit. Oh just make God. flying like car droney oh, things. No. <laughs> oh, no. That is the worst. I mean, and why is all of 183 a toll? Mm. Why is literally the one, it, the one that takes you all across Austin, the only one that actually takes you like where you can hang out and be in Austin the entire time yeah. you're on it, all of it's a toll? Pretty much. Uh, anything north literally takes you to the airport. Like you anything can't north, yeah, you can't out of Austin. Forty-five is a toll. Like, why do we not have a ring? You look at every other Texas city; they got that little ring that goes from one side to we the do, other. We do, but it's asinine. It's like Mopac you got forty-five, and then it like yeah, yeah. And it's just this mess. Oh, More like gross. a Gordian knot than a. <laughs> it's gross. Yeah, and, and but I get my gun. <laughs> and this is the thing. Yeah, it's very, it's very odd. It's very odd. And they haven't legalized it yet. I still don't get what's going on with that. I mean... Illegalized. Oh. No, they haven't legalized it yet. Oh, yeah. No, that's a whole other argument. I mean, I, I kind I mean, of think that they're not going to unless it's federally done. I think that's where Texas's stance on yeah. weed is. Is like, well, you make the, you make the call, US. Louisiana and Arkansas are there. So I'm just saying. I know. I mean, when I Arkansas know. beats you to the punch on some of this stuff... Hey, we're only six hours away from it now, I'm though. Just we saying. can go to Louisiana <laughs> and hang out and fucking party and shit. Mardi Gras looking real tempting, mask or no mask. I don't know. Right? <laughs> oh man, yeah. I haven't been to Mardi Gras so long. Be I've good. never been. No? I think that's a spot we're trying to get to it's as soon time. as we can. Like maybe not Mar during Mardi Gras, but we do want to go to New Orleans uh, and and be like you know do the bayou yeah do the whole New Orleans thing yeah, yeah do yeah, the bayou yeah yeah, yeah. All the whole it. bayou all thing of all of it. Um, you know just to experience it because it is like a mini Vegas. That's mm -hmm. we really like. Uh, 
you know, and all in all, I love Texas. This isn't like a Texas shit fest by any means. Like, no, no, no. I, I really love it like here. It. I've been all over here. the U.S. and oh my god, dude, so many places. Yeah, are listen, California is so rough, places. man. It's expensive and it's rough right now. And Texas being two transplants, it's. I get it. I get why people are coming out here. It's just. But I also get why people don't want nobody we else probably, coming out here. Either. I probably shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm probably like, I'm like, like the last person too. to talk. Like, I've only been out here five, six years. I should yeah, not talk. Yeah, as soon as you get here, it's like Austin 48 hours here. later, people are like, we're go back where it came from. Or, or, <laughs> like, dude, you've been here for like the weekend. Or what's even worse is you're only here for a weekend and they're just like, all these people are coming here. <laughs> or it's just like, you've been here for a weekend, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Complaining about, about the crowds and stuff. I've... Not not just once, but more than one time where you're talking to somebody and they're trying to tell you about the area and they've been. When did you get here? Last weekend. Yeah. Like, oh, do you know where the domain is? Just go over the domain and over by this, and they'll name like a couple hotspots, and but it won't quite be right. You know, you'll just be like, go way down south to Lake Travis, and you're like, wait, 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 what? Way down? What's a way? We know there. And huh? And like, how long you been here? They're like, oh, I got here last weekend. You know, and you're like, you're telling people around her. They're already like the expert, the second generation Austin. Like, the good question that I've learned, and this is something that I've like, I tried putting into my brain like early on here, because my roommate at the time said he was having a hard time. He was like, bro, people are rude out here because they know I'm from California. I didn't experience that. I experienced like telling them from I was from California too. Like, I've been out here for like, I saw California plates on my car. Like, I'm not, you know, whatever. I'm from here. Yeah. Or like, I live here now. It doesn't fucking matter. Look at my ID. But I was like, okay, I got to figure out a, a way to like blend in and be like as, you know. And so I learned what was south of the river and north of the river real mm-hmm. quick. I was like, okay, that's south. This is north. And like when people ask you, where do you live south? It's like south of the river or or like you, you can say south central and that's like, okay, you're in like downtown. Yeah. Or you can or you just say I'm in downtown. But like the people that are like on the east side, I know they're like, they don't say they're downtown or whatever. No. But uh yeah, so I learned that real quick. Well, that's, east, side that's, too. They didn't th- east of thirty five. Yeah, know? that's still a that's still a marker. If you go south of the river, or north of the river, they go. Yeah. Uh, you don't probably you don't quite know Austin. Yeah. You don't know about Slaughter Lane. Yeah. You don't know about like fucking the Omni down there. You don't know. Okay, Fredericks. Fucking yeah, yeah. Or if I do side, like, like, like Marble Falls, you know where that is. Cool. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still got some secret places. <laughs> okay. Horseshoe Bay. Cool. Awesome. Oh, okay. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Hey, Horseshoe Bay is extremely racist. From what I hear. Really? I don't know. That's what I, I have hear. no idea. Oh, At this point, it's all for sale. You can buy half the town, make whatever yeah, you probably. want. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Fuck, man. So, how has your COVID year been? Uh, you know, I gotta... I'm one of those jerks that probably did better. Like, where you're oh, sitting I there did. being yeah. like, no. I... I yeah. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah. it sucked, but... I didn't lose anybody close to me. You know, I didn't... Mm-hmm. Nobody had any real hardships. Um... I think some people got sick. My sister may have gotten it. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, working with the public for so many years, I've got the immune system of like a tank at this point. I probably got the opposite problem where it attacks my own body. You know, or just yeah. Like, <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely one of those where it really wasn't that bad. I mean, I took the time. I took advantage of it. I know from experience during downtimes like that, you just kind of got to buckle in and, you know, uh, do something with your time, you know? Yeah, so I definitely don't let it like well, make there's it that, stagnant. Yeah, or even the propensity to just like wander off and play video games, get depressed, to dive into something that's not productive. How or, many people got you depressed? You know, so bro. to turn around and be positive and just say, you know what? Like so many people got depression. Mm-hmm. So many people let like the doom and gloom of it all take them and just it relationships. Oh yeah, yeah. Business, like partnership, like a lot of 
Businesses, Some people haven't had to spend that much time with their significant other ever. Yeah, how many relationships? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? mean how many people are just like, we see each other two hours a Yo, day. And you then, suck. You and then suck yeah, so much 16 right now. hours a day all of a sudden. Ew. Yeah. Like, and businesses didn't just crumble because people weren't allowed to shop. Businesses also crumbled because like people panicked. Yeah. And people were just, man, it was a tough time. And, you know. I've been very fortunate enough to say like, hey, it could have been worse. Could have been a lot worse. I could have had a, I could have had a shit 2020. My 2020 was. I mean, it definitely knocked me off my plans for a year. I feel a year behind on stuff, but I don't at the same time. Like, I shifted directions, worked yeah. on side stuff like the, you know, worked on the real estate industry, worked on some of this other stuff. Um, just kind of tried to stay productive in the whole thing. <clears throat> you might resonate with this a little bit. Do you have like this weird inclination to be like independent or I don't want to say free for the sake of saying free because it's like ultimately what I mean but there's a reason you're going into like real estate there's a reason that you're going into these other endeavors you've always been one at least from what I've learned from you you've always been one to like take a chance and you know you've gone into real estate you've gone into like the public realm with dealing with this blog and uh, wanting to host like events and you've talked about wanting to create board games and like yeah, oh yeah that's my like yeah you're my definitely side beer yeah, just, you just for did fun. beer for a while like you're you've been on these just a bunch of different paths and I think a lot of people are reluctant to do that because they're like well I'm never going to be able to focus on like one thing and yeah, I, I, I like to stay busy. I like to do a lot of stuff, right? But I also understand like what's too much. But there's a there's a certain drive from you or a certain consistency from you where that I recognize that I don't think I'm ever gonna have to worry about JP. JP's always gonna be able to make something work. And that's like my friend that does real estate in California, he was going through like a kind of a rough time, like a little bit of a rough patch. It was real stressful for him. Uh, he has a family, a couple kids, you know, it was just like, man, this is a lot. Like it's, he's my age. Right. right. So, but he persevered. And like, that was a conversation I had with him. He came out and visited with me and I was like, man, there's, you know, you could be in the worst situation ever. And like the that situation to me is like maybe being homeless. You know, I've, I've dabbled with that. You know, I, there was a lot of times. Yeah. A lot of times. It's like I like, could get an apartment. Let's see where this goes. I'm not, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking like living in a tent <laughs> under the freeway, but I am like, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm going to be couch surfing for yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. a month. Maybe I'm going to be living with somebody for a month or whatever, just to, mm-hmm. till I get my feet under me. Right. It's a thing. And I've had like, stuff happen where you're out of a hotel room for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing that, you know, and there's nothing like Hurricane wrong with that. My apartment was. Yeah, it's well, circumstantial actually, or not. Whether it's self-imposed, circumstantial. <laughs> that's a very interesting story, actually. It had nothing to do with the hurricane. It was because, well, it's the drink the hurricane. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that'll also cause you to lose everything. Yeah, gambling. No, yeah. no. It was, yeah, but no. I, my roommate met this girl, and then he decided the lease was under his name. She didn't want to live there. <laughs> oh, so he just bounced. So he just bounced, canceled the lease. We have months left on it, several months. Just oh, calls no. the landlord, says, I don't need it anymore. Here's the cash. I'm out. No reason. You know, just the girl just like. I'm just <laughs> maybe this is, I, maybe my podcast will be like the lesson learned of what not to do for, ch- or like for pussy or for chicks. Things not to do for women. Because my other buddy, Matt, shout out I, Matt. I, I, not even women, just not to do for somebody else, you know? But the, 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 Okay, well. Like people, because I see so many people whose reasons. parents are an issue. Let me, <laughs> let me elaborate. Don't do shit for lustful reasons. Lustful, Whether it be yes. same sex, opposite sex, whatever. My buddy, Matt, shout out Matt. He does my other podcast with me. I hate this scene. He was on my podcast a while back and he talked about how uh, 
he was living in a, in a band house with a couple buddies and they all gave this one dude rent. He was supposed to give rent to the landlord. Of course. And pay rent. Like, you fucking do. Structure your coordination. <laughs> His problem was bitches at the strip club. So he decided to go and spend all of the rent money at a strip club. And, like, he went and he told the dudes, like, right after. He, like, came home from the strip club and, like, was silent for kind of a while. Like, super down. Good news, bad news. And they were just like, bro, what's wrong? And he was like, I got to talk to you guys. And they were like, we think he, Mike, is sick. We think he has to move. Something's going on with his relationship because he was in a relationship at the time. Some shit's going on. And he's just like, I spent all the rent money at the strip club. And they were just like... (laughs) What the fuck, bro? You spent all our money at the strip club? What are you doing? Like, what does that Did even you at least mean? get her number? <laughs> Champagne room? Or what, what are we talking about? You spent all of it? He's like, that was one drink, by the way. You just, like, spend some of it? You spent all of it? Right, right. Just your portion. Just, you like... <laughs> and this isn't even... This is, like, a zero return oh, option, too, no. you know? Yes, you no. Because I, I have had friends that have dropped it on, like, black. You know, like, I'm going oh, to the casino. We're putting lucky. it all on red we're gonna double it up gambling at that point you're like you have a chance how many people you know that like dropped it into like bitcoin or like something like that like for like i'm gonna put it in here for three days and i'm gonna grab what i can and then you know then we're gonna pay the rent you took an estimated risk yeah you went straight to the club you were on a subreddit and you fuck i'm getting a gme for a week yeah yeah, Yeah. exactly you were on a fucking we're gonna grab this nft real quick and then we'll go pay the rent i'm gonna get my tesla (laughs) you were on no you went to a fucking strip okay first of all if you bet all on black or you fucking go in on bitcoin you're gambling there's a positive yeah. there's a potential potential a potential you at least got a 40 percent positive shot. return you well, have there's a 100 percent shot that hey, the server's gonna take all your money hey maybe you're in it for the long haul maybe you're in like one of those long stretch 401ks and you're like no you know what it may not be worth anything in the next two years but over the 40 years i'll be secure yeah. maybe you're in it for that no you go to a strip club Best case scenario, you have a girlfriend that's a stripper now, and like nobody wants that. The no. best case scenario is your you girl is you now story. have a new girlfriend and she's a stripper, and that is never a good case. No. So, what were you going in thinking was going to be positive outside of you just spending a shit ton of money for a bunch of grinding? <laughs> I mean, that he only spent half of it. Yeah, you, you could have had a <laughs> best case could, scenario would be a little half of my money. You could have went and had a good time and still had and a still less had a tough a conversation. Left. Yeah, like, and still had like a better conversation. Because I mean, rent's rent, dude. Yeah, rent that right like now. five people. I mean, hey, twelve, ten hundred out of twelve. You're in the champagne room. Is a lot better <laughs> than no, you know, zero out of twelve hundred. A thousand out of twelve hundred is a lot better case than zero. You could have gone and gotten a couple lap dances and still come back it's and like, had like a less tough conversation. And been like, hey guys, All I got afternoon? a couple lap dances. I'll make up for it. I'll hustle. My bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Kick me. Whatever. Did somebody kick me two hundred bucks or something? Yeah, yeah something like, like, hey, it was my money. I'm sorry. I fucked up. No, you went and spent everybody's money. All of it. <laughs> God damn. Okay. Uh, so obviously Texas and Austin have been great for the last year. <laughs> I mean, I mean they're boom towns. It's been a great year for me, not going to stop. Yeah. Uh, despite despite in, all of this, even recent going. chaos, the fucking ceiling. You saw my house. The yeah. fucking I had COVID. Uh, it was a lot, man. There, they but uh, it could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. No, it definitely could have been worse. I I felt really good. I felt. I mean, the, the world's in chaos and. 
at the same time, it's just like, but I'm learning too. You're learning to like be more flexible. I'm learning that I need to grow my network more. I'm learning that I need to, you know, balance things like a freezer full of, you know, meat hooked what's, up to a generator or something. What's keeping you motivated, man? Because I, again, I feel like I, I sense this independent, the strive for independence and the strive for like freedom from you. So what is it that keeps your like nose to the grindstone? I know you have a family and you got kids, but what well, is yeah, it? Yeah, there's really always the family thing. I don't obviously. know, man. I just. Life is just fun. <laughs> okay, I like that response. I yes, mean, it's dude. just Thank like there's you. always something to kind of look forward to. I mean, you can be down. I think I've gone through a lot in my life. You know, I'm like, I mean, I had the, surgery not too long ago where I had to have spine surgery. Just right, to, so you, you know, were in that car accident a while back. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. that put me under. You know, so I mean, it's just I've. I'm definitely not the good. The I best. take some hits, kind of thing, where it's just like, yeah. no, I recognize this is good right now. That's not bad. Nobody's. I mean, we could be starving. We got close to starving a couple of times. Electricity go out and things like that. I mean, I don't know how this is going to sound. I, I, I hope it doesn't sound like I'm an asshole, but I've had a couple conversations with people where they're like, man, I'm just having a tough time, you know, depression, like, you know, a way out would be nice. Like not having to be here. And I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. I'm too not, many conversations like that. I'm not like, thankfully nobody's done that. So I guess my track record's okay. <laughs> We're talking to people so, so far, far. <laughs> cuz I don't know I don't know exactly uh nobody's done it yet but okay anyway so I always feel bad cuz I'm just like man I can't talk people out of that cuz life's just fun like I can't imagine not living even if I was dealt like a shitty fucking hand like worst case scenario I fucking live on the fucking streets and just smoke PCP and talk to like fairies all day. Like right. that still sounds funner than not being, you know what I'm saying? Like worst case scenario. And going back to my homie that, that has like the family and the stress and all that. He, when he was dealing like his hard times and this ties into just what's keeping us motivated is I told him, I'm like, man, you could be worst case scenario homeless and you'll always, you at least have a support system. Like this dude can live on my couch for a year and not pay me a fucking dime. Right. As long as I knew he was fucking out there trying and he's not, you know, a failure or mooching or taking advantage because obviously there's boundaries, right? But like literally, legitimately, he could come to me and go, man, I got nothing. Right, I, yeah. I fucked up. I cheated. I this, I that. I fucking went all in on black, bro, and I fucked up. Yeah. Like whatever it could have been, spending all at the strip club, he could come to me and sleep on my fucking couch and at least have a roof and not worry, you know? And I think, and he's at least established that in my eyes because he's a fucking worker. I know that he's not going to let himself get that low and he's going to go out there and try to better himself and do right by himself and his standards and whatever that is. And I think a lot of people do have like a breaking point where they can't hang anymore and they do give up in a lot of areas. But I also think there's a value in having that, man, no matter what, you know, I'd like to think that no matter what, I'm never going to have to worry. I'll, I'll, if I do have to crash on someone's couch, which I've had to in the past, Hey, right, yeah, you gotta I have a job. I have a job. You'll have money in two weeks. Let me just fucking get on my feet. You know, you got to fucking pay your debts. You got to pay your dues, whatever it is. But I appreciate that about you. I think, cause I have seen the frailty in people's attitudes and the frailty <laughs> in people's like a drive. And yet I have someone that's not that much older than me, but you are. You're 10 years ahead of me. You're a completely different Dang. decade, a little bit of a different de generation. And you still have this like go-getter attitude. Like you're, you are going to hustle. It doesn't matter. You're going to go out there. You have this experience, which is nice. You're not making dumb mistakes, which somebody in their early 20s would. Somebody in their 30s. Them. You do, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's I make nice. a whole different type of That's mistakes, definitely huh? a strong point you do have that is helping you be successful, no doubt, is your experience. Um, 
which well, we can get, get into. Scared of mistakes. I mean, mistakes are oh, supposed definitely. to happen, and you really just need to. You almost need to. A lot of times, I'll learn like you. You want to fail quick, but in order to get past some of the stuff, mm. like when you get a new job, you know, some people will just fail sit the test the, the first time. Yeah, fail it the yeah. first time, then you know what you got wrong. <laughs> You're almost worse if you aced it the first time because then you're like, okay, well, what am I learning here? You know, um, yeah. but then it will expose what areas you need to improve and then you can kind of get to the end game quicker. Um, That's true. I think, you know, not don't intentionally fuck shit up, but, you know, but I, I think well, um, some people like to start fires, right? I mean, I mean <laughs> some, some people, people do. Yeah, some people are fire yeah. starters, you know, but I think a lot of that self-imposed too, you know, if we and negative attitudes and things like that. I mean, just because I, I've kind of been at the bottom a few times, you know, we all have, or not all, maybe not all of us have. Yeah. I mean, maybe some of us haven't hit that, but I mean, man, so much because I'm like, I was able to, like, there's so many different books that helped me kind of like be more positive when Fuck. I got through some of those. I'm so glad you said that. I have that, that, that book for you. Oh yeah. Way. Yeah. I'm no so doubt. I'm so glad you said that. Thank you. I was going to give that to you before we even started recording, so I didn't forget, and I forgot. <laughs> uh, well, that happens. <laughs> so fuck me. Uh, yes. You know, I just, uh, I think that there's, um, you, you always kind of have to have one iron in the fire, or I always do. I always have enough energy for it. I usually try to take any time that would, I, there's this point where I kind of lost, like, a lot of desire for materialistic things, I guess mm. you'd say. Like I started yeah. following some minimalists online and yeah. things like that. Yeah. I started to get a lot into um, things like, um, I forget what they call it, but you know, just becoming aware of your surroundings and stuff. And it's interesting because it used to be mm. stuff that just naturally. Self-awareness. Come, yeah. That's a little bit of self-awareness, yeah. but you know, mindfulness. like mindfulness, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. A little bit of mindfulness, a little bit of I getting into nature and things like that. TV and movies. I, mean, I have this weird thing with TV that really, like I've never really tons of been into movies because there's just this weird, you know, as a high school, I did like theater and stuff like that. And so it's, uh, I've, that blows my mind. Cause I would have taken you as like a, a for sure comic book movie nerd. Comic book movie. I, I watch lots of movies. It's funny. I've seen them all, but I'm not really like into them. I see like through them almost. Like I see the behind the scenes where you're looking at it like you're watching the Pirates of the Caribbean and you're like, that is awesome. I can see it's all the paint on your face. Real, it's just, bro. yeah, it's a guy running. You know, like I could see the set and it, it's ruined movies for me. So, but in a certain level, as far as that goes, mm. but at the same time, I look at special effects stuff and be like, that was cool. Or this oh, yeah. is a really good storyline. You know, like the yeah. storyline will pop out a lot. I, I, I enjoy series a lot more too. Um, I think movies specifically that long form two hour format has really kind of like dipped over the over the years. But yeah, oh, like series, I like series is where it's at. Like TV series, um, binging stuff, um, watching uh, the Expanse. Um, okay, I love that one. I get some of the sci fi drama. Did you see Dark? Oh man, no! I tried Bro. to. The wife won't let me start it. I'm gonna have to watch it while she's what? sleeping. Yes, we started watching the previews, and she doesn't like late at night like scary movies and stuff. But I'm into oh, that kind of. Oh, it's not scary at all, bro. No, no, it's about time travel. Oh, well, dark. It's fucking look. so dope. Please watch it. Definitely, look. it's so good. You got to read German subtitles. Though. I'm okay with that. This one, cool. I'm with that. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to the wrong German subtitles. <laughs> um. The the fact that you are motivated is nice, and the fact that you said that you enjoy life and that life is fun, I appreciate that. Because, you know, I say the same thing, man, and I don't I don't know how to explain it. I just, and that's why I feel bad talking to people sometimes. To get money, or I'm not trying to. It's so yeah, weird. Like I see dude. people be like, "Oh, let's get money." And maybe that's just my age at a certain yeah. point. And I'm like, 
Yeah, I mean, to be honest, man, that car's gonna be the. I had, I've had nice cars. I've had shit boxes. Yeah. Like, yeah. nice cars are nice. Yeah, they are. They're not yeah. worth selling like eighty hours a week for. You know, like there's some there's some things that you sacrifice, but then you have a lot more opportunities. Like, I'm a lot more liquid now. I have a lot more savings now. I have a lot yeah. more less, almost yeah. no debt. Hey, you know, shout out so to paying off less, debt. Yeah, it's like, like <laughs> way less stressful. <laughs> And and I, I appreciate that more. Maybe that's all it is. I'm like, I'm not stressing out about a lot of stuff that I think other people are really tweaking about. I mean, we'll stress about it. Like, you know, you always have the, you know the the balance with the kids and the family, and we're trying to save for you know a house right that's now. That's a tough balance is the market. kids too. Me and, it really me, and is. me and Becca can at least uh, at least balance us a little bit and like be able to not get too far in the deep end or go too crazy. Right, having kids though. Fuck man, that's a tough one. So kudos Especially for that in this too. time, man, it's very because I've had to stay positive for them a little bit. You know, I mean, one of my friends told to school, me, "It's are they in? Are they out? Do I worry about them getting oh, sick? Oh, I can't versus, even. Do I worry about ruining oh, them? Dude, now my little guy's in, and he's like." I'm sorry if you stayed at home with your kid like he's gonna kick their butt <laughs> like he's gonna be two years ahead of your kid before you even realize yeah, what happened yeah. and I think that's the sad part about it like, if, like yeah. if I'm gonna go dark yeah I mean my buddy told me I have a fucking good friend of mine and he's got three beautiful fucking children and he tells me if if you were to ask us to have kids now and we wouldn't have kids he said I wouldn't do it and like this dude loves his family right like unconditionally his wife said the exact same thing they told us this like candidly one day they were like had we waited to have kids we would not have kids right now it's a weird what time i mean because what are you going like, to yeah they're like what is even like, going on what's next week even fucking take, like? take something like college right like wow. like me and my wife haven't even had conversations about this but i think about stuff like this all the time yeah because you got like college right just the like we know how fucked the college industry was before pandemic hit now you're going to try and justify that UT is going to charge the same fucking price. Well, no, we're going to raise tuition. We're going to raise tuition and we're going to do all your classes online. And that's the same as like Udemy. You can go get a $30 subscription to Udemy and watch like you, the, literally the same YouTube videos. I mean, I've taken some of those classes and you watch somebody. Oh, and Khan go, Academy is great. Your and you're like, you can go. Yeah, I, I. My entire degree is the fact that somebody enough. hasn't invented an app like Uber for teachers already is kind of blowing my mind. Like, why don't private teachers are getting a couple hundred bucks my a student per week? Higher last two thousand. years, last year and this year, for my degree are like all online, right? I mean, I've been online anyways because I've been in Texas. I got two classes, but left, it's like all online. It's it's I'm like so conditioned to online learning that it's normal for me and i'm just like okay well i'm ready to go here like i'm ready to get this done and get this figured out and like zoom calls have been a thing for me forever since right. i fucking started a couple years ago and it's it's sad to see the people struggle right now with all of this shit although being in the public i mean i think it'd be kind of nice working from home I like being it's, home, man. <laughs> you know, having this little break well, on my now, mix, having yeah. the break I've had over the last couple of months. Well, like, and is anybody like really going to go back? Home. I mean, it's been a long time now. 30 days makes a habit. And we're floating on, it's been a full year now. We've passed St. Patrick's Day already. So mm -hmm. we're a full year now. St. Patrick's Day was a year of the lockdown. I mean, officially. 
I mean, there's so many reasons not to go back to work just as an employee, businesses. Why would I bother if I'm Dell bringing all these people into an office when they could work from home? You've got, I mean, just the whole world. You've got people that have moved. I, I mean, my buddies that are moving in next week, like one of them's working over the internet from Cali still. Like, you know, like if they called him into the office, he's not going. He'll switch jobs over here maybe. But it, I don't know. It's so fascinating to me that, yeah, it's gone online. None, a lot of it's not going to come back. I don't think people want it to come back. And so it'll be interesting. It'll, it's going to go that route. But then that really ties everything together. It's so fascinating, right? So we were talking about like the world and the world splitting in two and the world like changing so much. But it's it's fascinating because we're racing towards a spot where everybody is going to be online. So the difference between you living in Chicago, New York, Bangladesh is going to be completely irrelevant. And if you can work your way through some of the technological like features, like imagine if you could have a translation app overlaid into like Zoom or something, which I'm sure is coming. If I just thought of it, somebody's like 90, uh, yeah, 90% yeah, done with had, it, yeah. right? So if I'm sitting there over on a Zoom call in Japan, talking to somebody in Denmark, talking to somebody here, we're all talking our native language and it converts it, like... Like we're, we're, we're maybe hours away from something like that. And you can completely eliminate office world, work world. But then what, what's, what's that say about everything that, from retail to, you know. They've been doing that for years with like translation devices and juries mm-hmm. and stuff and courtrooms where yeah. like everyone wears the headphones. Somebody yeah, the little headphones and, and stuff like that. translates it for them. Yeah. So I don't they have headphones. I got speakers on my computer. They have a translator speaking into it or whatever it is. And like, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, man. I don't know. You have kids. How do you feel? How do you feel? Yeah, I know. And well, that's what I'm saying. It's so fascinating. I mean, like, what do you do? Like, I'm, a, I'm very self-taught. I self-taught myself a lot of stuff, including real estate license, all these yeah. other things. Yeah. And that's the interesting thing about online school has been like, I will, the teacher will post something. You can copy paste that, pop it into Google and see that he posted the same thing in 1996, oh, 2011, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like it's the repeat, you know? And so you're like, well, but is that, so a, I'm learning a lot of stuff. Is, is that is a not change? Date is that a change that comes like only in the digital age? Or, I mean, you could probably go back to someone in the twenties who was a professor. He was probably using the same criteria 100%. he was using 10 years before then. Like, no, was, you know, it's just, we now can back search the college it. book scandal. We can is, reverse, you know. reverse, you know, search the image and shit and now see yeah. where that is. But to the same degree, like, you're talking about well, being mindful. Is, more, like, can we be mindful to the system? Can we be mindful to like, hey, for the last hundred years, people have probably been cutting corners and like talking, right? like doing bullshit and like, you know, this is what trips me out the most is every year, and I, I've only had like a couple people. I mean, the fact that anybody's even said anything to me is kind of crazy, but I've had a couple people go, bro, you fucking called it. But I was like, hey, I bet the 20s repeat themselves. I bet we have this crazy. I wasn't even thinking pandemic because that was like 1918. I wasn't even thinking yeah. that. But We're I was like, range, Yo, you know, I was like 100 years. This is the first time we've reached a time where every single day, we have more and more information about the past than we've ever had. Like we have detailed recorded history yeah. of 1921, right? We have detailed recorded history of like before then, but like 1921, yeah, pretty good with what we know today and how far technology has come today. I could pop some searches into Google and I know everything about 1921. Got recorded history of somebody's toilet. I got a recorded history of your shit in HD 4K. <laughs> is it possible that history repeats itself? Like, hear me out. Is it possible that history takes this weird... Oh, you mean the cyclical as in literally actually repeats itself? Like, uh, like we're, we're on probably a near, time we're train probably, that, that loops? Not like this... Like a corkscrew? Not like deja vu, but like... 
it's just patterns and certain characteristics like, yo, we're going into 2021, right? About to hit 2022. Are we going to see a world war at the end of Are you talking, you know, you're talking more like... Um, Are we going to see another Great Depression hit at the end of the 2020s where like the stock market does crash and we not only have a pandemic compiled, but we've got a bunch of other shit coming with us? Like the 1920s and 30s in the US was a very volatile time. World wars, Great Depression... Who reveals like it was right. a tough time, right? And so, this is a high idea. I'm, you know, I'm fucking stoned a lot of the time, JP. No, no, and no. So kidding. I feel like, all right, I'm just stoner talk here. But at the same time, no, 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 I think you're talking. It's like, like can uh, we read the writing on the wall? Generational theory, yeah, with the fourth turning theory. No, what is that? Are you um, looking it up? Yeah, yeah, I'll no, look it's it up because I, was, I also I was have trying sources. To like, I was trying to like bust out like what is it called? Um, it's called the fourth turning. So this is basically my under, understanding. Of you it. are a sci-fi nut for the for <laughs> the people out there. The fourth I do turning. enjoy. Yeah. So this is a theory that essentially whatever system is created, it will decay and collapse in eighty years, and life goes on a secular timeline of about eighty years, four generations, essentially fourth turning. So anything we Every know now, years. right? Like the stuff that's created, and I mean, like, like the the system that's created right like the fact that we use money and put it into banks yeah. or the fact that we use cars yeah. and that red and yellow and yeah. green are yeah. the lights yeah. that we use Simplistic, for stopping fundamental right? binary like shit somebody right? invented that right but yeah. that invention was invented 80 years ago by not your grandparents but your great grandparents and you have no fucking clue why they did it right and the yeah. reasons for it don't even make sense anymore like right like so Post office is invented because of the Pony Express, right? We, kind of that stuff. This but then trips you get, me out. You're we like, invented why cars? would we keep it that way for 80 years and not change it? And so eventually you get to the, about four generations later. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're starting to, and somewhere in the middle, and then they detail it. Like, yeah, they're like yeah. 40 years in, you get yeah. a spiritual revolution, you get what's called, the, you know, the 60s, you get this oh, like. Oh, shit, and then, because, because you're 40 and you're like, and oh, you're shit, like, oh my I God, experience. I haven't in it. Yeah, and so oh, you're like, and then you're I'm switching. I'm doing mushrooms for the first time. And then right about the time you're dying, you're like trying to explain to your kids why you did shit 80 wow. years ago. Wow. To your grandparents. Holy shit. But they have no clue what's Holy going on at that shit. point. You're tripping me out right so, now, JP. Yes, that's so like real this thing. theory goes back to each one, and they say like, okay, so every eighty years you can go back in history, and the first fourth turning was like the revolution, and you do eighty oh, wait, years later, it just you get started civil recently? war. No, 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 no. This goes back. They can go. You can trace it back to like um, Egyptian, Egyptian times, okay, right? Cool, but for cool, U.S. Cool. history. It, it happens in every culture, every history, yeah. and, and now we've shifted, right? So before it was just per country, yeah. right? So it used to be um, we had the Revolutionary oh, War. Now it's per sections of years later, countries. you're at um, Civil War. It's just multiplied. 80 years later, World War II, and it just keeps going, right? Wow. But now the world comes together, and we're going through this whole thing all at well, once together. World War I together. and World War II are not 80 years apart, but... No, 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 no. You have uh, uh, World War One and the uh, the Great Depression. Um, happened okay. about the same generation, about four generations after the Civil War. And then we have the Iraq War, Desert Storm, all that shit. Terrorism. And we're at, so it might be 80 yeah, years after the 20s. Yeah, no, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, let me see. They've got like. That makes legitimate sense. Wow. It's I'm a very really interesting theory. That. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. History repeating itself. I'm all about it. Deja vu's always tripped me out. Deja vu, I think, is some weird shit. Well, that's, yeah, then we're getting at a parallel universe. And that's a whole different yeah, story. I love that stuff, too. Did you ever read The Law of One? That. No, I didn't. That's a fascinating <laughs> book. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. Oh, my gosh. I didn't read it. No, I fucking don't want to go down that <laughs> rabbit hole. Did you see Tenet? Tenet? No, I've missed that one. Christopher Nolan's new movie? No. 
like Bro. I said, I've been out on the oh movie Oh my scene, god, man. it's a no, dude. You have to watch Tenant it. Film. Let me Google this shit. Yeah, no. So my my reason for being out of movies is kind of weird. I think it just is. It's this weird like. Uh, bro, stop using kids to like sell sex. Like I'm over that. I'm over, I'm over the, the Hollywood I'm over the just weird, like. I'm over that weird shit. So like I got it. Sounds it sounds bait. Uh, like this sounds so beta. Yeah, is that what you're gonna say? A lot of times it's just like the storyline and stuff. I'm just like, ah, you could do better, dude. Oh, you guys are yeah, half no assing doubt, it, no and doubt, I just no I doubt. feel like ripped off. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Oh yeah, <laughs> like I want my time back, dude. I'll watch yeah. it when I'm drunk or high, but I'm not going Why to the theater. Why am I spending money I'm not... watching this when it's stupid? I'm, like, I'm not wasting time with the kids. I feel like I could be more productive right yes, now. Yes, that's been my thing. I could is be doing other things. This is a waste. like it's not enough anymore to distract me from like what I'm focusing on. I guess, and it Why used to, but now it's just not. And and I try, and I'm like I, I just can't I'm, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go build a website now you I know like to, I just I don't know <laughs> I don't mean to throw a curveball in yeah, this curve conversation but why do you think time is so valuable as we get older is it because it's so is it so fleeting you, I don't, no, I don't hey, know. Please take, a, please take a fat rip. You were about to take you, a fat you're rip. You're like, this fat I feel rip. like you were about to take a rip and I killed it because I asked some deep existential question and <laughs> I didn't mean to get that deep on you. But why is time so valuable now? Why am I so annoyed with people that waste my time or shit that wastes my time? I think, at least for me, I like to think it's because I've learned more about myself coming more into my own and before it would be interesting to maybe explore a rabbit hole or something on somebody I'm not interested and as you get older I mean it's I know what I like more I'm not I I also know that you kind of have to put a hard stop on things maybe part of it's being a dad part of it's being older yeah maturity experience it's not that I feel like I'm necessarily I mean it is a waste of time at some points where where you're like time is valuable but it's also valuable in the sense of I also need to spend it doing things that are valuable to me or that are productive to me. And I know people will kind of drag you if you let them. I agree with that. Uh, I'm trying to fucking get info off my site right now. And yeah, no worries. I'm trying to know you're good. Uh, there is a real deep, I think, understanding of, of this why... Like, do you feel like you found your purpose? I don't know. I Doing don't know 18 different things? Well, this is a weird I thing. Like, I've always been I like a mine. kind of a jack of all trades renaissance man. I think I've refined I said my that purpose about a little bit more. So many people. Because and I didn't want to say that about you, that you were a jack of all trades. But, and that's why I asked you if you would consider yourself an entrepreneur, because I'm a firm believer in the fact that you need to have. I, I'm, I'm, I like the seven sources of income for millionaires. Right. You, you can't be a one trick pony. And I think that's where you and me were kind of like connected on the life's too fast these days to really kind of like, if you can't settled, keep up, you if know? you can't adapt, if you can't just like, let's look at the animal kingdom, man. If you can't just keep up with the pack, you're going to be fucking the one that gets picked away. Unfortunately, but the, the, analogies of the animal kingdom we can use all day but what that looks like is that oh you were on your cell phone while crossing the intersection and got fucking hit by a car oh you were fucking the dumbass that lit some candles when it was super cold Mm -hmm. out because you just whatever you probably spent too much time on your phone then learning about how to protect yourself in times Uh, I don't know how to explain that I'm not necessarily saying that you should I know a lot of people that have gotten lost on the rabbit hole trying to protect themselves from like fucking Yellowstone or something and you're like Uh, well okay let's uh, yeah, uh, I don't that's know. That's your that's your legit fear. Oh, bro. Okay, I don't have my fears are all in my opinion, like 
and I only established this once I figured out my fear of flying. So my fear of flying is very basic. It's just not natural. We're up in the air. We're not animals. We don't fly naturally. We've created this thing that is statistically, that is statistically, I didn't put anything in it. Yeah. Oh, no, I do. Have, okay. no, no. Yeah, we're going deep. Here. <laughs> have fun. Uh, we're not supposed to be up there. Uh, it's weird. Would you go to Mars? Shut the fuck up. No. <laughs> this is what really started that. You're like, you're like B.A. Barabbas, dude. No, you're listen, like shut up. <laughs> and so I lived, there's this thing called the Palm Springs Tram. And it takes you up 8,000 feet. And it's a tram car just on cables in a mountain. And I rode this thing when I was like 12 years old. And I was terrified, JP. Terrified. I've always been afraid of heights. We, we used to go visit my grandparents in Colorado. We'd have to go up the fucking Rockies, do all that shit. Because we were coming from the West Coast. So we'd have right. to go through all that shit, right? And like, I just hated it. I fucking hated heights since I was a little kid, whatever. My mom is a huge fucking worry word. That's probably where it comes no, from. No, no, no. I yeah. hear you. We all ever fear that. Yeah. Water's mine. I had to overcome it this summer. First time I ever... F- okay, that was crazy. We can talk about that. First time I ever flew, I was 27. And we flew to Seattle. And I was terrified, man. But once I was up there, I was like, the fear of it not being natural isn't the driving force right right that wasn't the root that was just your distraction the the, the, the fear we're is onions I've never, man like, you're peeling back surfaces that's all it the is the fears i've never experienced this right. I, I all i have is this panic fear about the heights i have this weird adrenaline this negative feeling about heights but i've never been i love flying i love getting super fucking high up in the air I love being high right before I go to the airport too. It's fucking great. <laughs> uh, especially when you're flying to California and you get some edibles and it's phenomenal. But it's just, and you fucking put your headphones on and you just read. And like, bro, I've been up however high it's been, 30,000, however right. high you are in a fucking plane. And I've gone, I've been through some ridiculous turbulence. And I've said to myself, if this how it goes, it goes. If it goes this way, it goes this way. Right. Like, I don't have an option here. It isn't natural to where I can't control this. There's no control here. Hopefully, we land over some water. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, actually, no, because every plane that's gone missing over the last decades happened over water. So, fuck well, and, that. Yeah, you don't even know where you're going to land. Yeah. yeah. And so, who knows? But I've got over that fear. And since then, I have realized that there's this... What is that? Hmm? What is that? Oh, I was just going to say. Last night, pre-flight. Oh, Stewie. 9 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, that's you. Before you get on the flight. Bro, I'm terrified. Oh, no. We're locking in. You hope? Uh, <laughs> and so... I don't want to get you banned off YouTube. Uh, yeah, no, right? <laughs> I'm not on YouTube, so it's okay. Uh, I... I feel like did you do that or no? I feel like there's a stupid looking for memes on that. <laughs> I saw that. Uh, man, I kind of lost my train of thought to be honest because I was ta- I was taking too long. Anyways, there's just irrational fears. There's there, there's no need for those fears. And something that aside from my flight experience that made me realize that. Um, <clears throat> There's this sense of like, there's a, when you accomplish a fear, as stupid as this sounds about flying, 
but I felt like so elated when I was up in the air because I was just like, this is it. It doesn't matter how it goes now. I'm already over it. I'm already on a right, plane. Right. I had it in my head that I was never going to get on a plane ever. I was going to fucking drive everywhere. I guess I'm not seeing any other part of the fucking world. For what, and right. I'm 27 years old. For whatever reason, when I'm up in the air, I'm like, I can fucking go and visit anywhere. Right. I can see the, the whole fucking world. And it was stupid, bro. I'm fucking 27. Of course, I know that I can visit the world at 20, at 27, at 10. I know that I can probably right. get on a plane and go and visit anywhere I want to. But I never had. But there's a difference between like, I never had. can do it. Do it. Now. I've, yeah, been on, I've like, been on cruises. It's I've been possible on theoretically for a person to do it, but now you can I do can it. I can do this. Yes, I have been able to experience something to where now I know that if I wanted to fly overseas or go somewhere, I could because I have like this weird strength. That's kind of really everything. I love the, the, the just the concept that we can kind of create our own reality, whether that's a reality of fear and, and limitation or whether that's not. It doesn't mean we can necessarily do everything that comes to our mind, but I think that there's... You know, with planning and, and purpose and uh, focus, you can pretty much do anything, you know? So I have to ask, is the is the theory of history repeating itself every 80 years? Because we clearly know people that, are, that were 20 80 years ago that are 100 now, right? And so... The rate does that change? Not necessarily does it change, but... Oh, man, I've been trying to dabble with this idea of control and how much control of our lives we really do have. Like, obviously, we have the standard control, which is but you, what do I said, like, body. create your own reality, kind of. Uh, we'll just like, at what part? If you're a 20 year old person in 1920, mm-hmm. you have some sort of autonomy, right? You know, you're maybe going to war, you're maybe doing some weird shit, but you have autonomy. You know, by the 40s, you're Man, maybe you've been to two wars. You know, maybe you're, you know, seen some shit, but you've got at least full autonomy now. You're, if you're a dude, you're, you know, uh, at least in the United States. I don't, I don't want to get, let's just work at time, maybe not events, but just look at time. As a 20 year old, you're learning autonomy. You've only been around 20 years. And this is in the 1900s, right? Come the year 2000. And you're a hundred years old. How much control do you really have left? I mean, you're lucky enough if you control like your bowels. It's as stupid as that sounds, but like, honestly, like, how much impact in the world around you do you have? You're lucky if you're not living in a home, being fed three times a day on someone else's schedule because you're old and decrepit. And so, at what point does history? At what point are we just victims of like time? And are we the reasons that history does repeat itself? Is it our humanistic characteristics that like live within us and our ability to create relationships and establish communities and establish ideas and establish uh, inventions and technology and this progress? But is that progress and that growth and that forward momentum stunted by this weird flaw in us so then every 80 years it's just like a repeat hey yeah we saw this 20 years ago but this time it's gonna be different guys we're gonna f- or we saw this 80 years ago and it's gonna be different this time and it's not gonna fucking work out the same way but then some other disaster very similar very familiar very like oh shit where we don't really seem to learn our lessons kind yeah, of yeah and like or the, it's just well then another disaster another story of perseverance another story of growth another story of success and then you know 50 years down the road it's all hunky dory and everything's fine and like that's and a it, distant memory and then 80 years down the road 
bam, a punch in the nuts again. Or it's like, oh, and it shit, shifts here we are. too. Like, like okay, so we're here in the U.S. right now with this, right? Yeah, yeah. But 150 years ago, it wasn't us. It was England or it was France. 50 years, it'll be China. Does it shift around the globe too? Like we all experience different levels of prosperity and failure too. I don't know. I think in general, the world has become both more free and more locked down at the same time. I mean, the autonomy that you have 100, 200, 400,000 years ago versus now and in the future, but then you're rapidly coming up. It's so fascinating too, because you're rapidly coming up on the time of things like AI. And then what's your autonomy then? I mean, you're not even a couple generations. You don't have four more generations left on this planet in the way that it is before some serious changes. Start We're going to see in. some weird AI shit, bro. I mean, so, We're so see some how much of it's uh, almost irrelevant shit. now, you know, like I was just reading the other day. I mean, if we we're going to get into it, Oh shit. What time is it? Like if we're gonna get into, it, I mean, like, are you on a time limit? No, no, not necessarily. Hell, uh, ish. Yeah, I gotta pick my kid up around four thirty ish. So. All right, we're at three fifty two right now. So okay, I got like twenty. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's fascinating because you have the. I mean, the shift is happening. Like, I really think that you're almost shifting into a couple of different versions of this planet. I mean, side by side, you're gonna have people who are chipped to the internet you know through like elon musk's program he wants to chip people in your, mm, you're, ta- you're not talking i mean a generation is 20 years but in nowadays like if a kid born today like my son is seven by the time he is in high school we will have people on mars we'll have chips in the brain you'll be mining asteroids you've got basically they've admitted to climate change you've already got autonomous robots and things like that you have ai is te- uh, the 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 singularity which is where it's supposed to happen in what 2040 2045 yeah. max and that's and, and knowing what i that's where we officially become <laughs> and that's connected retail, with technology right? like like that's best buy level of ai going in and right? like purchasing with your brain yeah hey, i want this you're not having to touch anything you know i'm walking into best buy or, or whatever. just we don't even need a government like yeah. it just tells you how about like you know, so you've got autonomous driving cars, right? It doesn't take a stretch to take an autonomous car, sync it up to AI, sync it up to the stoplight, and now you never need stoplights, road signs, U-turns, police, like traffic cops. Like, what well, do you where need? Where does that? Doesn't that take away like our autonomy? Isn't well, there that's a fear what I'm of us losing our autonomy? Like at a certain point, yeah, you won't have. Dude, a huge fear of mine is censorship. I know people are so. Oh, that'd be fascinating. Trump's got to be off. You're being censored. Trump's got to be. We already don't know. Yeah. We, are. we already don't know. You already don't are. know because you're not even seeing all the stuff that you're not seeing. People are gated. They gate themselves. They censor themselves. This is what I mean by it's going to be two worlds too. Politically, you're going to have two worlds. They're not even going to realize that the now. other people exist. I mean, I know people that have like just basically, you know, because I still talk to people and they don't. It's like they forgot the other person was a person. You know, like they, and I mean, they haven't talked to him in 10 years. They don't see any social media posts from him. They blocked him on a few things. And you're like, oh, I don't talk to my cousin anymore. They're living down the block, but they just like two different social media gate. It's so easy. I had this, I had this idea about divorce a long time ago. And I mean, it still stands true to divorce, but I think it stands true now towards just your common relationships in general but it's so easy to disassociate and disconnect rather than solve problems and i think we see that i think you see this in the business world too like how many times is a business rep or someone that you work with like come up short and instead of being accountable instead of going hey man i apologize you're right i fucked up i'm sorry i'm not gonna make that mistake again because it fucks your business up it fucks my business up it fucks this relationship up and i'm sorry it's a real easy to just go ignore the phone call it's real Mm -hmm. easy to just fucking decline the phone call 
Oh, people know, will call off work my, by just not answering the phone. Yeah. Just no call, no show. For a week and then walk in as if nothing happened. Yes. And like my thing with divorce on that was like, oh, well, the divorce lawyers are like, are you sure you don't want more money? We can get you more money. It's real easy. He makes this much. We can easily get you this much. Are you sure you don't want to take everything? You could probably get everything. I know half sounds nice and you guys want to be reasonable, but half he, is he, cool. he cheated on but you, But more right? would be better. <laughs> he, he cheated on you and he, you know, that, oh man, that sucks. You know, I would take everything. You know, if someone cheated on me, I'd be hurt. Just shit like that, right? And it's right. like, yeah, you're right. I do want to take pushing everything. Pushing them, pushing yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She fucking wants the kids. She mm-hmm. wants the kids all the time. She doesn't even want to talk about it. Oh, no, man. You got to go for it all. You know, just weird shit, right? That was my perception of divorce and like lawyers, but... right. There's parts of that to, that do carry well, just, over the into relationships. In general, like, so easy for me to be mad at JP and then explain like I just can't stand JP. He's just he's unreasonable. It's a, rather than sitting there and going, yeah, man, me and JP have had some tough people, conversations. The internet sets it up so that people don't even have the opportunities to sense, mature. Yeah. Yep, I'm just block um, you. I can just block you. Yeah. we're done. I don't ever hear from you. I can just decline it. I can just and and it'll be the most simple under. Uh, mis- I mean, anybody who's been married or in a long term relationship understands that communication is like key, right? Like, so the literal simple as words like family what does family mean to you could mean the wildest shit does that include friends does it include cousins does it include blood relatives can i kick your your in-laws out mm-hmm. you know like it's mm-hmm. like where does the line draw for whose family you know like is one family more valued than the other you know like you'll have all of those and that's just with one word and you can do that with thousands of words and scenarios and it takes time and people don't have that kind of time and they're able to pick and choose now too like it used to be you'd grow up in a neighborhood and uh, you know not to sound like old but you are forced a little bit when you're just without the internet you're forced to hang out with who's there right you get a lot of conflict that way. You know what I'm saying? You know, like if you're just hanging out with your neighbors, you don't really have a choice of who moved in next to you. Whereas nowadays I could find somebody who exactly likes the kind of like, I don't know, sci-fi porn that I like. You know what I mean? Like you can get weirdly specific with shit and find people on the other side of the planet. You can literally make money in the world right now jerking off in a fucking furry costume did you know that like there's a lady you guys in can go Austin? on chatterbait and fucking dude furries are like jerk banking off. it right the now the furry bus in vegas is something you see every weekend it's a big bus that just takes there's a sex party in vegas where you can just if you're into furries you fucking go and you have you go to this fucking sex party and it's at a hotel and you just fuck all weekend in the furry costumes and you ride around on a double decker bus and you fucking cause a scene and it's what's worse what's and now you can do it on online and make money it's, 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 these things are so popular that oh you can like God. mix and match them where it's like the furry and cheese event where they have like this is the wine and cheese furry event this over here we're doing this potted is the plants. Bre- this, this is, is ficas <laughs> furries and ficas oh my you know God. like it's furries ridiculous and hibiscus yes. <laughs> yeah exactly wow but it, it's so wild too because you've got yeah you can get intricate with almost anything did you know that fun fact here so we go one of the um top earning um, what is that app? You know what app I'm talking about where you, you um, OnlyFans. One of the top yes. earning OnlyFans people in Austin, she role plays as, the, as a feline. So she spends all day long oh, yeah. no as doubt. a cat. No doubt. No doubt. And you just spend money making her do no s- doubt. cat stuff. No doubt. Yep. yep. So yep. I, I had this fascinating theory, right? I've so, seen that world. so, like, so 
I don't know. Have you ever heard of like dimensional theory, right? Like we're a third dimensional being yeah, and then yeah, fourth dimensional yeah, fifth, yeah. right? So the idea of being like fourth dimensional beings, you're able to kind of be in any time in any place, yeah. right? So people think that that means kinda. telepathic, right? Yeah. One of the key features is you can be anyone you want Internet. in any place, yeah. right? Internet. So wow. you don't, Holy people always shit. think that this is like some kind of time warp theory where it's like, I get to, no. yeah, I get to go no. be a, a fourth. Well, wow. I get to be a Viking, right? But not really. JP. Think about it. I know a guy Holy right shit. now. I'm too stoned for this right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I know a guy wow. in Minnesota who is and this is can from, be through a my cat beer stuff. Right now in Austin. Right now, you want to be a cat in Austin, you can be a cat right now in Austin. I got a guy in Minnesota who is a Viking. He has decided to be a Viking. Valhalla, dude. Let's he, go. Valhalla, let's and, go. And, and he like balls to the wall with it. He owns his own little cottage thing. You can get Viking B&B cottages. You go there. He's got like 50 of them, right? You go spend in the night in the B&B. He makes handmade horns for like drink. Your a better, yeah, a yeah, better breakfast. Yeah, so yeah. he's got basically a little Viking village that he made yeah, where yeah. you can go stay there. You as just if go it was and like, live in And you can just be a Viking. Yeah, this guy in 2021 pandemic life is living life as a 12th century Viking, like it's no big deal. Minus the murdering. If there's one minus thing, the minus pillage the and raiding, he, he is like too. all might be Viking. That, I, might be I don't even too. know. Yeah, it's Minnesota. Crazy here. Uh, Things have happened. You know, there's one thing that Austin's opened my eyes to, and this is what's tripped me out, is that, you know, and I don't think I've really, I, I don't think I could have come here at a more perfect time. And, you know, other kids experience it when they're in college, other kids experience it when they're older, you, you know, other people experience it later in life. They're not even kids anymore, but to experience at 27 when I'm really like, I'm trying to define myself. I'm trying to find me and what I want in life. And I have this new relationship that I feel empowered by. And, you know, I feel free and all this other shit. I'm going to go mm, wherever it takes more control me. Your- I came to Austin and I was introduced to obviously the music and entertainment world. Cause that's just the world I came from and it was easy to fall into, but I was also introduced into like the business world, the tech world in like the alternative world. And what I mean by that is I've been to a vampire sex party. Uh, I know that like Pflugerville and Round Rock and all those Northern suburb areas are just unanimous for swinging and like hot wifing. So like the alternative lifestyle is very prevalent here in Austin. Dude, I think they have a whole section on Pornhub. Oh yeah. I don't doubt it. <laughs> I don't doubt it at all. Yeah. There's no wonder people are making money online in Texas. Cause yeah, no. It's I, I almost feel, like watching people. I almost fuck. feel like a sucker for doing like normal everyday shit now. Yes, and, Where, like, and, and I don't mean like. And, and let's pull hey, the sex. Wanna, okay, hi wife. Uh, let's pull the sex thing off. But but I mean like for real. Like like I mean, if you could do something that wild and you're making six figures and you're living that life, oh, people do. And and, and it's can, not just people doing like, can, not it's like right. everyone around me is doing it can. now. And I'm turning around and being like, what am I fucking clocking in for? Like, what am um, I, you know, but then this is why I went the more serious. I'm older, so I'm like, no, real estate, I'm listen, helping people. Like, oh, it's different. Bro, there's but at the same time, I almost at the same time would love to have just like spend that like two hours from 10 till midnight working on some like really exotic side shit to see where it goes, you definitely know? Definitely some old man jerk off porn that you can make money off of, I'm sure. Here's where it's done. Here's where it comes down to though that's why i ask if you found your purpose because i there there are the people that are gonna there are the people that are gonna go get the real estate license and then only make the one or two sales right there are the people that are gonna make the chatterbait account or the OnlyFans account or the whatever type of account you want to make but then only like 
do it once and then be done, right? Because they can't hang or, but then you get into the more, com- the, you get more complexities, the discipline, the attitude about it. Like, am I in this to make money? My fucking pay off debt, whatever your reasons are in for it, right? Then you get all these other just nuances to life, let's call them. Let's take that business perspective, going online and being a cat on OnlyFans or building a fucking Viking cottage Airbnb. Right. There's a certain level of like that it takes to just get in the door. There's a certain level to get it that it takes to get yeah, on the you airplane. Commit. Yeah. What There's is a certain level wake it up takes and say, I'm a fucking cat to get on the bike. I'm not getting off of this or get, or get in the fucking water or yeah. get do conquer this ever whatever little fear it is that you have. And then once that threshold's broken, you have like this clarity, this like aha moment where you're just like yes i can do anything or i'm fucking powerful and then there's something to be said for what takes that momentum and propels it forward what keeps that drive going right not everybody has the drive to be a cat and jerk off online makes yeah. sense i don't I, okay yeah, makes right sense it. makes sense it's not gotta be your passion not everybody know? has the ideal for uh real estate or for podcasting or for whatever it may be beer you know not everybody has what it takes to do everything but there's something to be said for understanding what it takes to try something mm-hmm. to fail and then to try again. I think too many people are upset that they can't cut corners, upset that they can't get online one time in a cat costume and fucking well, just, uh, lick their paws society, and you know? whatever, touch their butthole and then make a thousand dollars. I knew a dude. And, and it's like, oh. well, hold on, man. Yeah. You can't do it that easy now because everybody's doing it now and you got to have something different bringing to the table, but, see, but such is life. Serious now, though. But they such is life. They, they... <sighs> what do you bring into the table in life? What do you bring into the table? Anyway? Are you the guy that wakes up, does his nine to five, looks at his screen all day, goes home, kisses his wife, but isn't like, fulfilled or are you the guy that goes out there and goes hey i'm gonna fucking maybe challenge myself so i can feel a little bit of something or maybe i'm gonna go out there and you know compete in a sport or fucking play in on a stage in yeah, front of people no, you gotta find stuff that do like real estate go out of my barriers get and your fucking, stuff around yeah whatever I mean, it because is I, like maybe i do want to be a cat and whatever it is but there's what does it take for people to find that because i feel like that little spark that and that that hey I did dress up as a cat and fucking played with a bell online for two hours. And you know what? I might have made a thousand dollars. I might have made a thousand dollars, but I didn't like doing it a whole lot. So I'm not going to do that again, you know, or maybe like, hey, I really do love being a fucking cat and playing online, but I only made a hundred dollars. This is fucking boring. Well, do you really love being a cat? Maybe you don't love being a cat that much because it's not worth it. But if you're like, nah, man, I love fucking being a cat. Well, then cool. I hope you're at least the mindfulness about you is you understand the discipline yeah, you have to be that's aware of yourself in, a little bit you what know? it's going to take to be a cat every day what it's yeah. going to take to show up every day online because with the, a schedule and be a cat i i blame and purr your ass off i blame tim ferris for that of course um tim ferris gets blamed <laughs> this is for like the, the fucking four-hour worker right there because when tim ferris did that people thought like oh i work four hours a week and then just like dumps the rest ass. of it you know and then the you work towards the four hour. Yeah, well, and I don't even think that like, like that's not even the message. The message is almost like, if you're working sixty hours and it's fun, then only four hours is work, and the work is the boring stuff. If I have to like physically sit down and do the budget this way, I have to decide what the sales. I could change something about my job. This would but be like it. right, like if this was your job and you got paid, you know, fifty whatever your normal salary is, like just replace your normal salary, a little loose on there for like taxes and whatever, right. but like. You would probably be much happier, you know, 
Or maybe it's I not even this, you know, but like you enjoy I, your... And that's something, not to cut you short there. I mean, were you done? Uh, no, I was just saying like, that, that's kind of like, like if you're doing something like that, like if you're doing mm-hmm. something that's really your passion, like if you're really loving, we'll keep it the cat theory because it doesn't, yeah, you know, sticking. no triggers, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like if your passion is to be, you know, a cat online, then like it doesn't seem like work. So the four hours of work that you're doing is doing the budgeting and stuff for the cat online webpage and your cat online like t-shirts and shit, but the actual playing a cat, like you're not working. You're in fantasy you're world. You're just in fantasy world. Yeah. What's difficult about that? You build Legos. You, I saw a dude that made fucking pancakes in the shape yeah. of like Mario dudes and shit. Millions of followers. I mean, it's not even like... what's What sucks there though is a lot of people don't understand that trial and error effort, which I think is important. 100%. Um... And also, well, like, that's the failure. Let's take like, rush to fail. Let's take our professional lives into account because we're. Oh yeah, I could do it from a business paths. strategy. I'd be like, it's called the hedgehog strategy. We have similar paths, right? Uh, you just be we're given our our current place of employment, and I think we're neither of us are in it for that particular purpose. Like that's not the end goal for us is no, to be no. where we're at, right? And. Uh, not to say that, but that's not to say that we're not going to still show up to work and be the best that we can be while we're there. And that's something different too. Like right, yeah, there needs to, to be something that, that goes integrity. towards like, I think a lot of kids, especially nowadays get way, get away with this way too easily. And it's that, Oh, I don't want to do, this isn't my passion or this isn't what I want to do. So I'm not going to give it any effort. And it's like, man, you're not even learning ethic at this point. You're not even learning how to just get up and show up on time. You're not even learning how to just show up, learn something and apply it. You're just giving up because it's not your passion, right? Like you're a, giving up because it's not what you want to do. Like, well, how about you learn like what a routine is? How about you learn how to build a schedule? How about you learn how to like a little bit of discipline, getting up, showing up on time and being ready and presentable and prepared. Like if you can't do that when it comes to, I, I listened to this guy, his name's Andy Frazella. And he said, you never want to hire someone that he was equating business to life, but he goes, you never want to hire someone that can't clean off the toilet seat when they're done. Right. And that resonated with me. Cause it's like, yeah, man, if you can't take the toilet paper, the one sheet of toilet paper it takes to clean up the two pieces of dribble that you had on the fucking toilet seat and toss it in the literally the least amount of work you can do for cleanup, you're wiping and tossing it into, you're just getting rid of it and tossing it into water and letting the water do the rest for you. <laughs> right. You, know. you can't do that. Like what kind of, and there are people that show up to shit that refuse to put in ethic. And like, I feel like people, why is it so easy for people to do that nowadays? Where I feel like the line of work. No, ethic really it's so fascinating. End. You're not the only person that's been talking about this too, right? So like, I talk to a lot of people, and this has been a common theme where it's just like, what do you do when they're just not there? You know, there's no buy-in. There's no even like you're beyond buy-in even at that point where mm-hmm. it's just like, are are you gonna put pants on today, or is this gonna be just like, <laughs> you know, Any, anything, anything at all? You know, and and it's just like. You get tired of, I mean, there's a couple of locations where I work at and you're talking, you know, management's 30 minutes late every day and they've got the keys and you're like, look, man, we're already supposed to be open. Like the store is supposed to be open or we're sorry. And you're not even here, not even here yet. You know, like not even trying. Oh, I slept, you know, or to see other aspects of your life. Dozens of people just falling off the map, you know, where it's just like, and we're not talking like, you know, the clients or stuff like that. We're talking like, you know, your employees are all supposed to be here. 
you message them all. Oh, that happens too. We get clients where I'm like, man, your life's a fucking mess. If you can't figure this out or you're getting upset because yeah, like of you this. You called me. Like, I, yeah, I can't <laughs> imagine what kind of shit you're dealing with other aspects. Like, this is mm-hmm. mundane. No, it's so fascinating. And, and, and they'll let you know nowadays too, where it's just like, I don't want to be here. I don't need your money. And I just, I don't care. You know, and you're just like, then what are you doing here? And be like, yeah, because fuck you. That's why. Oh, <laughs> and like, it's okay. just like, oh God, you're a sociopath. <laughs> right. no. I'm dealing with a psycho. Okay. I mean, I, oh, I, no. I've had, you know, like coworkers say literally to me, you know, where it's just like, where you're just like, there's no reason to show up on time or things like that. And, you know, you're like, well, yeah, how about a little bit of respect for the people mm-hmm. you work with? Or how about, what's fascinating is when, you, you know, and, you know, spouse will run into this a lot of times, too, or she's working, and it's just like, hey, since you're the one working and everybody else is slacking off, here's all the work, yeah. you know? And then it's just like, well, do I get paid more money? No. Well, can I have a day off? No, we can't have you have a day off can because you're the only one doing the work, so, yeah. well, can I at least get paid what they're getting paid, you know? Like, eh. We'll give you a perk. You know, or, or you'll get in trouble for not going to have drinks with the boss kind of thing. Like, there's a lot of those lately where it's been like, eh. But then, clickish workplaces I could deal with, those have always been a thing. This whole thing where it's just like, yeah, they're, they're just not present. I don't know, man. Headphones on the job, you know. I like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and something that's... Uh... But I also realize a lot of it's kids these days. I mean, maybe what it is, too, is the corporations need to adjust you know because they're also not adjusting to the workplace i mean how long did it take him to do the work from home thing when you're sitting or no phones on the floor when you sell you know like phones kind of thing you know or it will just be so there's a little bit of flexibility i think in the long run that needs to be had where maybe just working from home is the option maybe people just aren't wanting to do that work we're coming into the ai thing now maybe we just give the world what it wants Matrix, Matrix is Matrix is too real, man. Because when you're sitting there going, "What does the world want?" You're like, "What does that even mean? What does the world want? Doesn't the aren't I the world? Isn't it me?" Yeah, that was like always my argument about having kids. Like, oh, why don't you want kids? It's like because it's like I don't know. It's my life. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't want to have to worry about something else for the rest of my time right. here. I don't have to fucking worry about that. Like, no, nah, miss me with that. I, what? What are you talking about? I gotta. I gotta do this thing that all of a sudden impacts the world forever. No, fuck that. Right. <laughs> I'm just gonna chill here, bro. No, I'm good. I don't want any of that. And like. A part of me is like way too many people do see the hey I can go online and be a cat and make a thousand dollars and but they're not wrong that's what's fascinating me as they're an old not person wrong, who reaches but it's back unfortunate into that like hard they see work that, and stuff and I'm like it is hard work to be a they cat see every that day as though. an example and they're like oh I can just go and do that like no you can't because you don't even have the ethic to show up to work on but that's, time that's been like my thing you can't like, show up on time so you I doubt you manage your life in every other aspect other than here because if you can't show up on time There's here that, I bet like, you your life is rough I look at the spot that I want to be at and it will be that and nothing else it doesn't else. include like, this I wanna, or that or this I wanna, it doesn't include the bullshit yeah like you're looking at Gordon Ramsay if you want to be a chef and saying if I can't be him then it's nothing if I can't be a famous movie director or singer or rap, like, who cares I'm not even going to try and people are like look man if you said you wanted to be a music being a, a musician that teaches other kids is still a musician you yes, know what I mean like yes. you can still be a music what's the value of it and not be you're the, just seeing this Instagram reel of like what it, uh, this particular musician is doing and now you have this weird or, idea in your head of what it's supposed to be and it's like nah man or something you don't even really want to do you're not yes. even passionate about so like like I, I don't know I'll repeat like this I've run into this scenario multiple times so it's really more of a uh, stereotype at this point but the the guy who wants to do 
video games as like a show and he sees other gamers but look dude you're you're 30 something you're competing with a 14 year old let's recognize the business strategy of just that like mm-hmm. you don't know the platforms he's on you don't mm-hmm. understand the thing yep. you're popping out two three videos but i know so many guys that have gone through the work of painting a room in their house with a green screen throwing down thousands of dollars worth of their thing ignoring wife family everything to get six views and you're like what are you doing dude this is my passion and i'm like i don't I don't know about that. <laughs> There's at least hey, I rather or, or you have to recognize that this might not be I'd what you can make someone, money off of. You know, like I rather it's your s- evening passion, but don't quit your day job. You know, I rather someone do that though, and be encouraged the whole time, and then when they do taste that defeat, go hey, at least I did it. And no, at no, least no, for sure. It empowers me to go and try that with something else that maybe I do want to do. Maybe this isn't. And maybe for me. this is the first step for him too. Because you hope in that process you have to get better, so you have to fail. So you're right. Yeah. You hope in that process as he's building the green screen, he's like, "This is why I'm doing it. It's for the money, right?" You hope it's not for the gram. You hope it's not for these any other reasons. You hope that all the time that he's not paying attention with his kids, he has the wherewithal to go. This is going to be worth it because I'm going to make a shit ton of money and all the time I don't spend with my no, kids. No, it'll be the guy that paints the green screen and never records a single video. Yeah. Like, buys all the equipment like, and is like, okay. eh, I'm bored now. <laughs> At what point, like, I'm getting into some endeavors right now and it's like a risk reward kind of thing. And it's like, okay, well, I've got to make sure that the reason I'm doing this matches up with the reason I want to do it. My values, my this, like... At 33, I hope I know this. And you can't... I hope I know what my values are. I hope I know what my beliefs and my fundamental foundation is as a human. And my... You know, it's going to evolve. But I hope at 33, I'm making good decisions. Right. I hope I'm not still getting fucked up and making poor decisions. I hope that I am at least have the mindfulness to run my life effectively. So I'm not throwing kinks into other people's lives. Because that's what I am now. I'm an adult. I'm a functioning member of like the world. And I could throw a wrench into your day if I'm not right, on yeah. the par. And i got to have at least some wherewithal about that, right? You can't expect maybe a 20-year-old or a 21-year-old to have all that. No, you have to learn. And I think that bar has kind of gotten older over time. But uh, Unfortunately, and that's like a whole other topic. It's a fucking quarter after four. And I know you said you have to yeah, go pick I up your kid at 4.30. Hey, man, uh, what's the next goal at least for the Everyday Cedar Park page? Because that's kind of the big thing. You're, obviously, you're killing it in real estate. Give, you're going to give us all your social medias. But what's next for the page? And then we'll close out. Um, for the page, actually, I am. So I picked the Everyday Cedar Park logo kind of in a hurry. Um, it was just, you know, in the moment. But I'm going to be switching it. I've got a website coming out with it. Um, and I'm going to pair probably a blog along with it just for local news and events um, called Cedar Park um, Lifestyle. Nice. So nice. And you got the website yeah, already. Locked on the domain and everything already. So. Oh yeah, man. Uh, yeah, and of course it will link to my Keller Williams site for uh, real estate, which is just uh, JP Perkins at KellerWilliams.com. Hey, Cedar Park is a fucking shitstorm. It is fucking crazy, it and is. it's it funny. Is absolutely nuts. We've had crazy politicians up there. We've had psychotic sheriffs. We've had uh, mystery, allure, uh, drama, suspense. Cedar Park is fucking great. Hostage negotiations. Hostage <laughs> negotiations, no doubt, and murders. It's been intense. And Wild. JP literally has the best We're Cedar Park page. <laughs> on Facebook, on Facebook, uh, so follow that page if you are in the like Central Texas area and you're into Cedar Park, uh, real estate, killing it. What's your website for that and your page for that? Uh, it's just uh, jp.perkins uh, at kellerwilliams.com. There you go. Anybody in the Austin, Texas area looking for a home or looking to move out here, hit up your boy JP. Uh, he is killing the game right now. Real estate.
state. It's where it's at because it's a boom city and boom everybody wants right to be in Austin, Texas. Do you give out any of your personal social medias? Do you care about that at all? Um, well, yeah, you can hit me up through the uh, through the Facebook group. Cool. Uh, just the Everyday Cedar Park right now. Awesome. Um, you have Instagram or anything? No. I don't. No? I really got to get on the game with those. Man, we're talking Man. about technology. Look how behind you are. I know. I'm, I am 40. <laughs> no, no, oh, no. You're lucky I still know uh, what I'm doing sometimes. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, anything else, man, before you get out of here? Anything else you want to say or shout no, out? No, man. No? Cool, man. Appreciate you. Thanks for coming Definitely. in. This Thanks is uh, JP Perkins. And uh, yeah, we out. All right.